been waiting for this day for a long time. Oh, boy! Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Disney Underground, your experimental podcast of tomorrow. Today is September 27th, 2021, and this is episode 53. We want to thank you in advance for taking this magical journey with us. We have a fun show today. We have Bill from from Magic of the Mouse Radio. Also today, the crew will be describing our own hypothetical one-week trip to Disney during the Walt Disney World Big 50th Disney Celebration. Uh, So we're going to get into the Disney Underground underground roll call. First, let's uh, thank Jay Berg's producer on the other side of the glass, and let's do that roll call. The Disney Underground Roll Call. Up first, Dan, the best under of the Midwesterner. What up, Dan? I How's it going, my man? Uh, you know, we're getting through it. We put out a little message a while ago. Steph's mom passed away, so she's taking some time off. But we really want to say we appreciate all the support we got from all the Rock and Roll DW fans that wrote into us just very kind messages and also to the podcast family here for showing all your support bumping the podcast a couple weeks out of respect which was which was nice but i had to come back and just try to get back into it try to do what we do and create some smiles and chuckles and give you guys a rip-roaring day so uh we'll do our best but i want to thank just Give those thanks out to everybody. No doubt, no doubt. I mean, Stephanie's is definitely missed this week. She's been missed for the last month, but we know which you know she's going through some tough times right now, so it's understandable. And uh, you know, we can't wait to see her again, uh, hopefully soon. And down in, in sunny Miami, we have Joey. So it's kind of a, a dude's night out on the, yeah. on the Disney Underground today. So um, it's it's dude's <laughs> night out, as we like to say. But yeah, so what's going on down in sunny Miami, Joey? Yeah, man, this is, uh, I just realized, I was like, oh yeah, it is an all guys thing. You know, Sammy's got stuff she's doing. So obviously you just, you're stuck with me tonight. So you know. welcome to the bro bash. There you go. Now here's we- the funny thing. I, I was going to say, it's great to be back. Obviously I know we took some time off and stuff, especially out of respect for Dan and Steph and everything that's going on, but it is good to at least come back and do this. Cause obviously we love doing this mm-hmm. and it always makes me feel good when we do these shows. So I'm just happy to be back, man. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, me too. And um, yeah, and, you know, we, it's actually four of us. We have we have Jay Berg's on the other side doing the production for us today, uh, dropping some some notes in the chat. And so uh, it's his first show really being on officially with us. So we'll say thank you to him. And uh, let's get into our read for Magical Travels by Brian. The Disney Underground is proudly brought to you by Magical Travel by Brian. Contact Brian to help you book your next vacation. Magical Travel by Brian can help you book not only your next Disney vacation, but much, much more. They can also help you book your universal vacations, all-inclusive Caribbean resorts, cruises, corporate travel. They can even help you book a destination wedding, even Disney destination weddings. They're going to get you the best possible price on your trip, and that is a promise. And you know what the best part is? Dan, what's the best part about their services? F-R-E-E free. That is the cost for me. (laughs) There you go. $19.90 free. That's right. Completely free. No brainer. Doesn't cost a cent. For info, reach out to Magical Travel by Brian. You can check them out on their website, www.magicaltravelbybrian.com. Email brian at magicaltravel.com. And that's Brian, B-R-I-A-N. And you can reach them by phone, one 800 
883-1535 extension extension double nickel <laughs> love that little jingle man so yep that so it hit him up if you're trying to book a trip in this uh fun 50th year of disney world uh he's the guy to ask and again it doesn't cost a cent so like why not have him book it for you right yeah and there's a lot of changes a lot of changes for this trip and, and they're changing every day oh my um, god so. all the more reason to uh use a free consultant basically Sure. It always it always makes me think too, Dan, about the age old question: How many lips do flowers have? Here we go. <sighs> they have two lips. Woo! That was good. Two lips. Love it. I love yeah. when I when I hit a three pointer from from the yard. <laughs> love it. If you're gonna name anything you've missed from the show, Dan, would that be one of them? Um, I had some good ones last week when you guys weren't in town, man. Oh, I yeah. bet they were just so good. Phenoms. So I listened to. I listened to. I listened to. Uh, you know what was playing while we were not on. I heard a few. I thought they were pretty good, man. I thought yeah. they were pretty good jokes. Well, you were you were definitely patting yourself on the back with them. Well, yeah. he usually does. I mean, somebody's <laughs> exactly. got to do it. Somebody's got to do it. Exactly. Right? <laughs> um, you know, There's I, no I, line for the back pats. Let's just say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I also let me give a shout out because there's, there's a man out there, a little guy out there that thinks I am funny. Knows that I'm funny. And I want to give a shout out to my best friend. Aiden is my best friend. And I want to give a shout out because he gave me last week, he gave me my own JSA Mickey Straw Topper. And this is actually accompanied with me to the parks. I've drank, Joey, I'm sure knows this, that I'm addicted to what, Joey? Oh my God, the, the peach tea. The peach iced teas at Joffrey's. I drank a million. Like, I'm, I'm like, like every I'm five like, minutes, <laughs> I, I got to stop and get tea. I'm like, we, we just did that. Like, <laughs> I'm like Forrest Gump with the Dr. Peppers. I drink about a million of them. It was bad. And I put this on my straw every time. That's Every time since he gave it to me, it's been on my straw. I carry it to the park and I put this on my straw when I have my peach iced teas. Actually, today I had a a tart and tangy one. I changed it up a little bit today, but my Mickey Mouse straw topper always accompanies me by JSA Creations. That is awesome. Love the straw toppers, guys. That is awesome. By the way, Dan, just so you know, for whatever reason, we started riding, you know, when we're going through the parks riding rides, Aiden, it's on certain rides was adamant that he had to ride with Gene. That's my homie. He's like, I, I'm, I know. <laughs> Even at a young age, he feels sorry for him. <laughs> it's understandable. That's that's really nice of him. He makes me, you know what? It's nice to know someone likes you. So I'm I'm all in. As soon as he yeah. was like, they were like, he he has to do Everest with you. I'm like, I'm I actually we would try, I was trying to meet up with him and I was I got caught up where I was at. I oh, literally man. left, I left Jess, I left everybody I was with so I could get to Everest before they got on so I could ride with them because I was running a little late. We ran and he at, did. Um, we ended up we riding without without them. <laughs> yeah, we ran, yeah, Jess and and, and um Emil, who's also with us, got they had a ride after us, but I raced. I was like, guys, I'm I'm going because we were waiting for our check for so long at uh, Nomad Lounge. By the time you guys got in, you guys were there, and so I was like, you know, what? I'm I'm going, guys. I gotta go. Yeah. And, and by the uh, way, it was it was great meeting uh, Emil and, and Vicky. Yeah, they were, they were good. good. And Aiden was a little bit of a star last week with them because Aiden, um, you guys, obviously they got to meet Victoria and Emil from our upcoming YouTube and TikTok channel. And Aiden is Adrian. Adrian, that's my son, Adrian. Aiden is, you could tell he's a little bit of a ladies man because he made a lot of attention to Victoria, I noticed. I think he had a little thing for Victoria, but they they actually raved about him later on the day um, after we split up from you guys, how how adorable he was. So uh, I'm glad that he he didn't have the straw topper with them because Victoria might have got my straw topper otherwise. Oh, for sure. But um, yeah, he, he he was uh, he was being a little flirty with Victoria. I'll see yeah. what I can do about to change that when I <laughs> yeah. wear myself. Trust me. Listen, when he gets around Dan and realizes how much fun he is too, you'll see. He's like, oh, oh, this is this is what fun is. 
I don't know, man. I think I think that's my guy, man. I think with BFFs, man. But yeah. um, you know, and, and I got a little, I got a little news too about the uh, the YouTube channel. It's actually fully now. We have it fully cast, so which will be launching. It looks like November first. So we have Victoria and Emil, who everybody met last week on the show. They 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 filled in last week, and and Joey and Sam got to meet them as well. Yeah, uh, Victoria. People may know from Geyser Point. She's a server at Geyser Point, so people will see her there. Emil used to work for Inside the Magic, so they might remember her from Inside the Magic. Uh, we have Ashley, who you, no one got to meet yet. She uh, she's from Stuff to Do in Orlando dot uh, com and on on Instagram. Uh, so she's she does a lot of stuff within within the city of Orlando as well. Uh, we got Stephen the Kid from YouTube, Neville from Neville Neville Land, also from YouTube. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with him, but go check his channel out. He is a, a ton of fun. I know Joey and Sam were actually going to do his show because he does like a small shop show on, on his um, on his YouTube. And I know you guys were trying to plan something, so you might be on there soon. And then, um, and I think I've already announced everyone else, but just the other day, we just added our final spot. And uh, a lot of people know this guy. He's phenomenally talented, was one of the dueling pianos at Jelly Rolls. Now you can catch him at the Boathouse. Piano Rob uh, is going to be part of the YouTube channel. Awesome guy, former New Yorker. So I, I, you know, you know, we hit it off. But yeah, Piano Rob of Dueling Pianos at Jelly Rolls and from uh, the Boathouse now, a bunch of Boathouse and a bunch of a whole slew of other places. He's, he performs all over Orlando. Uh, he'll be part of the show as well. So want to welcome him aboard as well. Um, should be fun. Some have some fun stuff coming up. It should be good. Hell of a roster. Yeah, I, you know what? I when we built that roster, we built it with the same way we built this roster. We wanted people that were going to be fun. Everyone just kind of blend and get along. Have a little bit of differences. But the differences are what bind us. Do you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. enough stuff in common that also bind us. So it was kind of built the same way, man. And uh, it's going to be a, a ton of fun. So uh, so look forward to that. But yes, yeah, you know what? Let's uh, let's get to some Disney news, right? It's been a minute. Let's get to some Disney news. All right, so that's going to bring us to this week's Disney news. And uh, kicking it off for us, we got Joey. Joey, what do you got in the news this week? All right, so first up, uh, Disney's announced that Mickey's Philhar Magic, which is one of my my favorite attractions there, which is in Magic Kingdom, it'll be closing for a month long refurbishment on October 11th. Uh, the attraction will be adding the Un Poco Loco scene from Coco during the, ref- the refurbishment. Um, the scene's already been uh, debuted at Mickey's Philhar Magic and Disney California Adventure, and it will debut at Disney World on November 12th. I was looking forward to this because I had thought that when they had done this. I thought they had already done it at Disney World because I know it's not a long process. <laughs> yeah. So we had gone in and I was expecting to see the Coco scene. And I'm like, I guess they haven't done it here yet. <laughs> I was on the impression I thought it was that it was already reported that it was supposed to be October 1st. They were adding that. I know That's the thing. That's why I was a little confusing. I, maybe they meant that it was only going to be, you know, Disney, California. I, I must have I don't know. That. I thought it was supposed to be this like, you know, next week at the 50th with everything right. else. I heard that that, you know, and again, maybe maybe the news was wrong or maybe it got delayed. Who knows? But yeah, I, I thought know. it was already going to be up October. So then don't find out they're closing at October 11th. For yeah, a it's month. a little weird. It's like, yeah. I know. Yeah, I know. So, but you know, you're going to see stuff like this. I think throughout the 18 months. Every few every month or so, they'll they'll have something new that's come up because right. they got to give people a reason to come. If you come on that that first week of the fiftieth, they got to give you a reason to come back a couple months later. You know what of I course. mean? See good sales. Of so. It's funny they didn't push this one though because it is one of those kind of downtime attractions for a lot of people. Yeah, and this could have pushed some people there, especially with oh yeah, no doubt system. And October first, mm-hmm. it would have been kind of nice to have that newness in there already. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Um, all right. So next up, and this is this is a big one, and this one's kind of like bittersweet. Disney's announced that one of the most popular attractions, not just Animal Kingdom, but one of the most popular attractions Disney owns, um, will be closing for three month furbishment, and that's going to be 
Expedition Everest. It'll be closed from January 4th through mid-April. So far, Disney's not announced what they will be doing, but we kind of already do know some of it. So we'll keep you updated when we get more information. But I do know this is kind of the, the sweet part of it. They will be resurrecting the Yeti. The whole yep. point of this, they were doing a refurbishment, but I know that they will be not fixing the Yeti because I know everyone thinks the Yeti's broken. It's not that the Yeti's broken. The Yeti was cracking the, the literally the foundation of the mountain itself. So they had to just basically turn it off and they knew that they couldn't just shut the ride down because it was mm-hmm. going to take. So they waited until an opportunity like this to do that. So it's going to suck that it's going to be down for like three months, but when it comes back, it will be fully operational. Operation. The Yeti will be back, which it's one of the most amazing animatronics they've ever made. And mm-hmm. many people have never even seen it or even knew it was there. We were just saying that this past week, that 80s yeah. never even seen it and no. what it was meant to be. No. Um, so, you know, but at least, you know, you still got a few more months, still get shut down. And again, I'm one of those people that I, I always thought it was Yeti. I know, I know Joel just, just hit us in the, in the chat that it's the, um, it's the, the ride system that they're working on too, but, and that the Yeti's fine. But I, I always thought it was the Yeti that was all these, all these years, I thought it was the Yeti that was broken. Right. And to fix the Yeti, well, yeah. they, they, you know, but now you find out, no, the foundation's cracked. And in order to, to, to fix that, that's why the Yeti, the Yeti had to be off. And they have to, what they say, they have to take it, like, remove like, like 40% of the mountain or something like that from behind. Yeah. yeah they got to go like through the, the side of it or so it's, it's a, it's a mission. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, so. otherwise they would have done it a long time ago. Yeah. All this time we thought it was Yeti with an attitude and he didn't want to yeah. perform. <laughs> that stinks because if we go on our trip that we were planning in March, we're not going to get to see it. Yeah. yeah. And Joel just said they have to cut out the back half of the mountain to be able to, to, yeah. to work on it. They have the space. So that is an icon- iconic ride. Like yeah. iconic. So to shut yeah. that down, is, yeah. it's especially major. for animal kingdom. Yeah. 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 Is, you know, and, um, and, and you know, thank goodness, too, where it's situated, because they can actually do work behind it, and it's not really going to affect any right. sight lines, because behind that mountain is pretty much behind the park anyway. So it's not like it's really going to destroy any sight lines, from what, at least as far as how we how we expect them to do the work now. Um, so it should really take away, you know, take away, any, like, you're not, you're not going to see billboards or, you know, like how they have the boards up everywhere when they're doing work. You shouldn't have to see that because it's going to be on the other side of it. So that that's actually a bonus, too, by the working on it. So, right. All right. Next up, Disney's announced that the reopening of the Disney's All-Star uh, All-Star Sports Resort will be delayed indefinitely. So, so far, Disney's not released any information on what the future plans of the resort will be, but we'll keep an eye on it. If you had an upcoming reservation at the resort, then you should be receiving an email to modify your stay at no additional charge. So I guess I don't know what happened with that, but they probably just got so much going on. Maybe they just haven't been able to get to this. So who knows? And then we also got, uh, oh, Disney's announced uh, more celebrities that will be guest stars in the Muppets Haunted Mansion, which we all saw, t- you know, the trailer, which I think was really good. It looks like this, this might be actually a really good crossover. Taraji P. Henson will be playing Constance Hatchaway and Will Arnett will play the ghost host and Taraji P. Henson will and Will Arnett will be joining Yvette Nicole Brown, John Stamos, Kim Irvin, Danny Trejo, Darren Chris, Chrissy Metz, Sky Jackson, Pat Sajak, and more. There means a ton of people in this movie. Muppets Haunted Mansion special will debut on Disney Plus on October 8th. Really looking forward to this. Like I am, I'm too. And you know what? I love seeing Danny uh Danny Trio and something, man. He's like he's one of those just those tough dudes. You see him in every movie, he's always like that cranky dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. I'm I'm kind of curious. Best friend. (laughs) (laughs) I'm excited to see how Danny Trio fits into a Muppet movie. I really am, man. I have a slight gripe. There's so many actors in this movie. Yeah. Flight gripe. What's that? Uh-oh. That's exactly it. I get tired of Disney feeling like they have to add so many people to it when it's especially the Muppets. The Muppets do not need all this extra. They're, they're just so I good. They're characters on their saying. own. Yeah. The funny stuff that we just saw in that trailer is all Muppets. 
It was. And the Haunted Mansion uh, theming of it, interacting with them. It's not, I just feel like they just don't need that a lot of the time. And they just always do it. The Muppets have always been built on guest uh, cameo appearances. And I don't think any of these guys are going to be stars in it. I think a lot of these guys are going to be like, have they always did in all their movies? You know, uh, you know, Kermit walking down the street happens to bump into so, such and such. I think they're just going to be more like your little cameos that are like the, you know, the little two minute variety well, of cameos. I don't think they're going to be any main stars in this that are going to take it any, any, any airtime. I think they're going to be more just like that cameo appearance, but um, I, get but, it, I mean, that's but what it, Muppets have always had. Muppets of everything they've ever done. have always had cameos. I know, Somebody, but when you're, to me, when you're dealing with the, the actual Haunted Mansion, the fan base that the Haunted Mansion has, I'm just saying I want to deal as much as I can with that connection between the two. I, I don't think there's going to be like stars walking through the whole thing or anything. I'm just saying sometimes, and in this case, I feel I wish they would have backed it up just a bit. Maybe oversaturation a little bit. With just the a little. Actors. I mean, this is a right. lot of names. It is. You just read. And it's like, how long is this? I, is I hear you. More than an hour? And I get it. But, I, I can see. I can see what Dan's talking about. Maybe if they oversaturate with the amount of actors, maybe it's too many. I don't know. I guess we'll yeah, see yeah. how they. But I, I don't think if John Samuels is in it for more than a five minute segment, that's a lot. I don't think. I don't think you can. I think it's going to be like a like a tiny little cameo. I think from the majority of these people. Now, obviously, Taraji B Henson obviously has a a, a a main role in it. Will Arnett have a main role in it? I think that's the only main roles you're going to see. I think everyone else is going to be the the same way they always do in all the Muppet movies, where they're in there for like a minute and then that's it. They're gone. I think that's really what it is. I think because like I said, that's what every Muppet movie really been so i don't necessarily mind it all right what else we got all right so this next one is this is really interesting to me this is the the chris evans led animated pixar movie lightyear uh which will feature the story of the real life buzz lightyear who inspired the iconic space defender of the same name in the toy story films will be coming to social media and theaters and pixar head pete doctor who wrote the script for the film shared at first glance you might think well this is a toy story film but not so fast See, back when we created the very first Toy Story, we designed Buzz Lightyear with the idea that he was a toy based on some really cool character from an epic blockbuster movie. Well, all these years later, we decided it's time to finally make that film. Chris Evans posted on Twitter saying, I don't even have the words. And just to be clear, this isn't Buzz Lightyear the toy. This is the origin story of the human Buzz Lightyear that the toy is based on. Very interesting. Um, Disney Pixar's Lightyear is currently set for theaters for June 17, 2022. The premise here, especially with Pixar being involved, very interested to see this and to see how this this turns out because very awesome like premise to this i like got kind of excited when i read it just because i thought it was such a cool thing to do yeah it's such a different way of doing something like this and it is pixar i trust them they they're one of the most trusted studios to me this could be a real game changer of extensions of movies Mm-hmm. going with this kind of an angle it's yeah. it's real cool yeah absolutely looking forward to that okay all next up we got tinkerbell is officially getting her own series and it'll be one of the first projects under the new production banner by gary marsh though an official studio name has not yet been announced for the production company but the new tinkerbell series has been confirmed to be named tink well i mean i feel like they've, <laughs> they've put out like tinkerbell movies and stuff and they were like nah right yeah i don't know oh yeah i mean i guess it depends how they do it are they going to appeal to toddlers are they going to appeal to kids you know like i feel like the other ones were like appealed to like toddlers so hopefully this will be something a little cooler. i think the series has got an r rating <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. Tink on OnlyFans. There you go. Um, <laughs> oh, gosh. What else we got? Oh, the last thing I'm going to do is the next thing on the opening of Space 220, basically yep. the restaurant. Okay. So 
Anybody who's been paying attention this week knows that this thing just basically opened. I know it was supposed to be done for, you know, basically be ready for the, uh, you know, the 50th anniversary. So it did, it did get open. Interesting where it is in case people that don't know, the entrance of it is literally on the right side of Mission Space. It looks like it's part of it. And it's very interesting because the way the sign is there, there's an entranceway right in there. And then it's, you know, obviously behind it in the back. So basically what you're doing is you're going in there and you're getting in a supposedly a propulsion elevator that's going 220 miles from the ground of Florida all the way up. It's connected all the way up to this, the space station, really cool concept. You go inside of it. It's like being inside of a, like a pod where the whole family can stand around. You got, you got a window on the floor and you got a window above and it's got that 3d effect without having any 3d glasses. Basically it launches you up. You're supposed to be doing like 14,000 miles per hour or 10,000 miles per hour. I forgot what it is. Basically gets up there, docks with the station, the door, the same doors that you went out open up. So it's probably doing something similar. They're doing with rise of the resistance, same type of thing. It's probably rotating. You get into uh, the first corridors, you open up, you're greeted by the by the servers or, you know, actually by the staff there. But to your left, you'll see it's almost like one of those rotating gravity type grow houses where you got all the supposed to have all the produce and everything. It looks a really neat effect and it's got almost an infinity screen. So it looks like it just goes on forever. So mm-hmm. it's really neat. And then once you get inside there, um, you know, you're greeted. And then, of course, they sit you down in the, uh, the, the panoramic views insane because the way it's same thing 3d glassless panoramic view of the earth and you'll see stuff passing by you see astronauts actually going by like small things Mm -hmm. but it's it's pretty amazing i mean it's pretty amazing looking all right so basically they're they were accepting walk-ins but as of now they just stopped so now you got to get reservations from now onward i don't know how far out that's going to go so i guess you're going to have to see but i know the walk-ins they were saying some people were waiting five hours oh my god yeah and obviously but it Right. But Dan, think about it. It is new. He's not waiting five hours for food. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So the menu that came out, um, basically what you're looking at is a $55 two course lunch meal. And a $79 three course dinner. So it's not cheap. No. You're going to, and I, yeah, it's, I guess you're paying for the experience. I don't actually think that that's that bad, to be honest, with the atmosphere. Well, I, well, you know, is we got to see what the food is too, because I feel like, I mean, well, it. I heard the menu was, I mean, the menu doesn't look any, like anything crazy. It's not. And I was going to no. tell you basically, you got your two course lunch menu. I'll go through some of them. You got calamari, uh, blue moon cauliflower. Uh, space greens, Big Bang uh, Barada. And this is like, it's nothing, again, it's nothing crazy. This is for lunch. But like for the dinner, same type of thing, but you can get like an eight, eight ounce filet mignon. You can get red snapper. Even you can get a, uh, you can get duck and stuff like that. So there's, there's some definitely stuff that you would not normally see in a Disney restaurant. And they do have, you know, you can get roasted chicken. They do have a kid's menu. They got like a chocolate cheesecake. Oh, and by the way, most of the kids, they're priced at $29 per kid, basically, I guess, for the meals for those. Dan, I agree with you. But I will say, if you got a if you got a family of four. Yeah, that's spend, different. I'm talking more be, for a couple. Yeah, you know. you're going to be spending some money. It's crazy. But they do have the desserts, Supernova Sweets. All the meals, all the kids' meals come include a pack of uh, Space 220 collectible trading cards. So that's kind of cool. That's one of the awesome things. So I think Dan, that's one of the things that Dan I think would like too is the fact that they got these these exclusive trading cards that you can get by going. I know Dan likes a lot of that stuff too. So yeah, yeah, you know. So I mean, it's it's a pretty cool from from what I've seen from the blogs and stuff like that, and people that have gone, they say it's pretty it's pretty neat. Like I said, yeah. it's a little pricey. But it is pretty neat. I haven't heard any complaints about the food, but I know the kids can get like macaroni and stuff like that. Yeah. And burgers, you know, stuff like that. There's a bunch of stuff. And I know that it's funny because Joel had just posted a whole menu. broccoli. They got a lot of stuff. Fries, smash burger. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff. And I love how they give everything like a space name too, you know? Right. Yeah, I like that too. I got to say, coming from one half of a couple here that's not been big foodie people not that we don't like food i was super excited about this like it's way cooler than i thought i gotta say i I definitely 
need to try as hard as I can to get to this. I can't tell you, like, this is kind of a a big deal because I don't usually feel this way, but I think it looks super cool. The videos of of the play, I mean, come on, it's worth it to me, but I get what you're saying. Family of four, it gets crazy. It's going to be pricey, but aside from that, I think the experience looks like it'd be awesome. I mean, it's just, yeah, I think they they did did it it right. It does look better than I even envisioned yeah. doing it. The, the window out into space, it's kind of like the same technology they use, like when you go on Rise of Resistance. And, yes. you know, when you look past the stormtroopers, you see that window out into space and you see it's kind of like that. Or Well, you know, and just the way you get to it, it's it literally like the Star Wars kind of thing where, like, you're going to a different there you go. land, you know. The Stellarvator. Stellarvator, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right, what a name, so, right? Now, I was saying, and I didn't know that, that they were going to do a cool elevator like this, because I remember we, me and Joey were talking the other day. I was like, you know what they should do? Is you got mission space right there. They should have one thing when you're going into the restaurant instead of getting on mission space, you should go on this other one where it's like you're getting in a shuttle and it's taking you up to the station. I thought that would be cool. But if they got this elevator that, that works like they say, then that would be cool too. I didn't know they at the time I wasn't sure if they were going to be doing something as far as you know, like some type of transport system. Um elevator. I, would- <laughs> I loved it as soon as I saw it in print. I, I was like, yes. when I saw listen, when I saw the video, I was like, okay, that's cool as hell. But anyway, for news, that's what I got. Let's uh, let's kick it over to Dan. Dan, what do you got in the news? Well, just as exciting as Space 220, for me anyway, <laughs> there's a new scavenger hunt commemorating the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World showing up at select Disney resorts. So far, you can find a scavenger hunt sheet at Disney's Polynesian Resort, Contemporary Resort, and Grand Floridian Resort. The front of the sheet tells a story about the opening of Walt Disney World, and the back has the actual scavenger hunt on it. The hunt will take you around the resorts while looking for clues that correspond to Magic Kingdom attractions that opened on October 1st, 1971. This is definitely a fun, family-friendly way to learn about Walt Disney World history, but no word if there's any kind of prize at the end which, you know, they've done a lot of that at Epcot, especially for like Holiday Lights, Festival of Lights. But also the Main Street Cinema at Magic Kingdom will receive a new overlay theme to the Vault Collection 50th Anniversary Merchandise. The retro-inspired overlay will be filled with vintage photos, colors, and details, including backdrops and props inspired by attractions from Walt Disney World Resort history. I thought that was kind of an odd, cool thing that got added, especially to that little place because a lot of people don't even go there so it's just kind of a new attention to it and yeah by the read of it i'm assuming that you know the merchandise is going to be actually in there which right. is kind of cool that it's an isolated vault merchandise like i mentioned what four weeks ago now three weeks ago yeah about recreating old merchandise and bringing it back basically reissuing stuff which is cool which also is just a little reminder coming up for all you merch hounds Sam, for sure, is one. Oh, for sure. The Celebration merchandise, there's four different lines that's coming out October 1st that is going to be on sale the same day in parks and on Shop Disney is coming up. So set your alarms. The thing (laughs) I'm wondering about is, is there any way to check this stuff prior to it going on sale to at least know what you're going to be dealing with? Because that's the chase, right? It's like, yep. what do I look for as fast as I can and get it into my cart and get it out of there? Because you know, this stuff goes super fast, but I'm going to try. We'll, we'll see. Hopefully they release possibly a full list a day or two before this, but it's coming up people. Well, moving on Walt Disney world's electrical water pageant will be updated with a new scene to celebrate Walt Disney world's 50th anniversary. The new scene joining the world's most magical celebration will feature the Cinderella castle in blue, 
with a 50th icon in the center. Accompanying the pageant will be a special version of the celebration anthem, The Magic is Calling. According to Disney, the new scene will be bookending the full traditional show as it sails nightly. What a cool thing to do that's been there forever that a lot of us love that a lot of people don't watch or even aren't aware of. It's nice that they have they have the attention. I saw the float. It's cool. What's more cool? Club cool is back at Epcot, which features tastings of my favorite Coca-Cola products and a range of merchandise. Maybe I'll buy some merchandise. Who knows? <laughs> Most drinks from the original Club Cool are back to sample, including the awful fan favorite Beverly drink. There are also some new additions to try, which is great news for everyone. Operating hours are from the park open to park close, and you can find the entrance in the breezeway on the east side of the park, former mouse gear area. Love I haven't this. had a chance to go. There's been such a line out in front that I'm like, eh, I'll wait. Gosh, I'd wait in the line. I love this place and I do love the new design inside. The graphics they use are super cool. They use broken Coke bottle glasses, which I think I brought up on a past podcast in the floor. But this is just a fun thing to do with a family or a friend to try these flavors. They tend to be a lot of them because they're overseas and they have different tastes all around the world. Some are pretty bad, but that's the beauty in in testing these things. So I'm super excited that this is back open. I think it was a staple in Epcot that needed to needed some attention and it is. I'm glad it's back because it was always a little bit of a break from the heat. You go in there, you get some drinks a little bit. Um, And and, and Joel just let us know it, he's like the line is usually only about a max twenty minutes long anyway. I just didn't. I just didn't want to. It looks. It looked like it would be long enough to be honest. With you, so, uh, but he's actually he named a little bit of the, of the sodas there. They got from Madagascar, which I don't remember them having one from Madagascar before. Uh, they got one from the DR Dominican Republic. They got one from Korea, the Philippines, and uh, they said there's a new tr- drink in from China that tastes like barbecue sauce. So just what know. you need, Gene. <laughs> right? I don't liquid know. Liquid barbecue that. sauce. I don't, yeah. I mean, well, barbecue sauce is liquid. Sometimes I just I drink know, it out of the bottle. <laughs> but um, we got that. And he also says there's a Sprite cucumber from Russia that doesn't taste like dill pickle. I think that's well, a cucumber doesn't joke. taste like dill pickle. Though. No, that's that's actually an inside joke between me and Joel because I bought this one time, this sparkling water that was cucumber flavored, but it tasted like pickle juice. So I think that's a little Ugh. bit of that. But they have something from Moldova. Yeah, the cucumber mint. I bought this. Sparkling water, cucumber mint, um, sparkling water, and it tasted like I was drinking out of a pickle jar. I'm uh, intrigued by the Sprite cucumber, actually. If it doesn't taste like dill pickle, it's probably nice and refreshing. Listen, I put cucumber in my water sometimes, and then I put them on my eyelids when I need some rest. <sighs> so, But shifting gears back to Muppets Haunted Mansion, Disney has oh. announced that they will be adding content from Muppets Haunted Mansion special to the pre-show of Muppet Vision 3D in Hollywood Studios. There you the go. The pre-show will debut October 1st. There you go. You now, hit the my, date on the head. Now, here's my question. Is that something they're going to bring back every Halloween time? You know, for like scary It's good. Seasons? I hope so. Or is it just for this one show this one year? Well, let's be honest. We know, I would hope that that show is going to get an update. Yeah. But, I mean, we've been that, saying that for 10 years now. But I don't know. It's got to happen. Technology well, wise, it just doesn't. It needs it. And on Even top of that. Even if it's the same show. I, I, they, they got to. And, and not just not because it, it really needs it and the technology is way behind and everything. Stuff like this can thrust the Muppets back into the yeah. back into the forefront again. Yeah. It gets it on people's minds again. So yep. something like this could spark that to where, it, you know, if it gains enough popularity, which especially mixing with Haunted Mansion, and it does look like it's really well done, it probably could get them to finally do it because it really needs it badly. Yeah. yeah. And it, it could be so good. My fear is 
if they ever decided to change it, they would they would change it overall, like and make it something. Been mine too, but they I, haven't. I, I'd almost them rather them leave back it. in a lot. So I hear you. I just wish they do even more with the Muppets. So I always no, they give. I agree. You, I feel like I the Muppet teases. That, I have had that same fear what you're saying but because they've been pulling it back in for a while it would be odd to take it out instead of just like really revamping it right i agree i agree yeah. i just i just hope you know like it's more i guess that fear that they will that they would do something like that hopefully they won't hopefully this is like this whole new start because like i feel like i feel like that's the one thing they do with the muppets they give you just a little bit i know little, and listen they never fun. go all in on the muppets i feel like they're, they're I like i said they're muppet I, teases which they is give why you I'm just so a little bit for this right yeah. which is why i'm so excited for this, this yeah show. i hope the numbers yeah. go through the roof on this because maybe that will get them because i know listen we were all excited when they finally brought the muppet show to disney plus but i feel like that was so short-lived like it kind of came and went like no i don't feel like it really got people watching it as much as they as we had all hoped i know i watched a ton of them but i remember like speaking to people i'm like oh yeah have you checked out the just you know and people be like oh did they like they like a lot of people seem to think they didn't really care yeah, i know and uh, so i don't think they got the response they wanted to when they added the muppet show to disney plus and i remember they they hyped it up pretty good i know and i know on this show we talked about it a handful of times how much we, did. we were when they finally going to launch it and then i remember like just talking to people that i know that are big disney people that i feel like if you're a disney person why wouldn't you be a muppet person too right and yeah. um people were kind of like eh, oh yeah maybe i maybe i'll check it out but you can tell like they were just yes to death and um well we all do that but yeah, but not about the Muppets, man. Be respectful <laughs> to Kermit. By the way, shout out to Kermit. Kermit was all over Disney this week. I was just going to say, I was going to tell Dan it was funny. Aiden, I saw those pictures. It was Kermit pretty was, funny. Uh, where it was on Mount, uh, it was on Expedition Everest. Oh, he was, he was even He was even drinking a Starbucks in the middle of the Springs. Yeah. Sammy's just got to crop these pictures so her hand's not in it. <laughs> oh, is that That's the doing? only thing oh. that needs. Well, no, I think you're supposed to do that or something. Or maybe you throw him up in the air and then take a picture. I don't know. No, I liked it how it was. I thought he looked really cool in these pictures. It was funny. I remember we went on Everest and I remember Sammy had him. Oh. She's sitting with me. Aiden's sitting behind us. And she kept holding him up to take a picture. And Aiden's like, you're going to drop him. Put it down. And she kept purposely picking him up just to. That's how I would be. I'm with Aiden on that one. Yeah. (laughs) Well, listen, he was freaking out, man. You know what it is? Knowing how clumsy Sammy is, he knew there was a good chance that Muppet was going, you know, uh, that Kermit was going over the edge. So he was like, I can't trust you, mom. I'm just saying, but look, exactly. But look how, look, my whole point was, look how popular Aiden was with, and he's eight. He's never really, other than seeing the show, how much he loves the uh, Kermit. Mm -hmm. So something like this, I think could help with this new generation. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. He was all over. Yeah. He had that Kermit all over with him. So yeah, they were like inseparable, almost as about as inseparable as me and Aiden. So I love that little guy, man. All right. What else we got? I got one more. I got one more news item here at Marketplace co-op in disney springs guests will be taken back to the 1970s just where i want to be with a nostalgic museum-like display that invites shoppers to learn about original walt disney world resort attractions and resorts guests will be able to experience photo opportunities with vintage props including carousel horses from the prince charming regal carousel replicas here we go of the orange bird and the tiki sculptures as well as many more props and displays that tell stories from years ago the team has also created spots where you can learn more about walt disney world history things like the preview center original attractions and even the opening year 1971 resorts now the preview center is something i've always been kind of intrigued by because the preview center was the one that opened for almost two years before the park opened and people would flood to this thing and they hired i want to say 14 cast members out of 100 that applied for the host of this. And the funny thing is, is back then there, 
there were hardly any photographs because it, it wasn't done being built. So they had to rely on a lot of sketches. There was uh, like a 10 minute video that they watched. And then there was this model of miniatures of the park that I love that yeah. certain places would light up. I don't know if it was on cue or not, but I heard they lit up, but I'm specifically excited to see anything on the preview center. That preview center is actually really neat. Even if it's just sketches or, you know, anything. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's just the prospect of what's coming or, you know, mm-hmm. the excitement yeah. of that stuff. So that's probably why it's so popular. I love these throwbacks that are all over the place. I think it uh, creates really cool spots for people to, to not only go outside of the park, but just for uh, photo ops and stuff too. All right. So let me uh, get into my news. Congratulations to the cast and crew of Hamilton for winning the Emmy for Outstanding Variety Special. Hamilton was the only winner for the Walt Disney Company during the 73rd Emmy Award show, but the company did win other Emmys during the other ceremonies. Throughout all three ceremonies, Disney won Emmys for the Creative Arts for WandaVision, The Mandalorian, Black is King, The Oscars, Secrets of the Whales, and Hamilton. So congratulations to all the winners. Definitely. Uh, I mean, listen, everything they put out really is is always going to be pretty, pretty outstanding. I feel like anything visually they put out TV show wise is going to be minimum nominated, right? With all the Marvel and the Star Wars stuff, visually, it's always going to be right up there. All right. In other news, Main Street Confectionery at Magic Kingdom will be reopening a few days ahead of schedule. The confectionery has been closed for refurbishment since March and was scheduled to reopen on October 2nd. But it now looks like the guest favorite store may be opening on September 29th. According to the Walt Disney World website, Main Street Confectionery will be open from 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. starting September 29th, uh, just in time for the the opening of the 50th. So, and, oh, it looks like it's actually going to be now sponsored by Mars, Twix, and M&M's. So, well, oh, no, it's going to be sponsored by Mars, and according say, to yeah. Joel. And then Twix and M&M signage is going to be added to the windows. So who used to sponsor it? I don't think it did have one, did it? It wasn't sponsored, so they, this is something new for that. Yeah. What are we talking about? Spon- what's sponsored? Okay. The Main Street Confectionery is now sponsored. Basically, what uh, they're doing. I don't yeah, like what they did, Well, what they did is they're advertising Mars and Twix and stuff like Twix and M&M's and stuff signage. Oh, it used That's to be actually, it, actually, you know what? I just, Joel, uh, thank you, Joel. It actually was always sponsored. It was by Smuckers before. I guess they did. Not so many though. What do you mean not so many? I that there's three. No, no, no. It's, no, 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 no. Uh, it's only sponsored company, by Mars. Yeah, the company. They're going to have the Twix, like more, they're going to have Twix Mars and makes signage. Twix and, and yeah. Yeah, it's so almost, it's, yeah, they're the ones that make that stuff. So basically, it's just Mars. I got to be honest with you. I'm glad they kicked Smuckers to the curb. I was kind of getting sick of them too. <sighs> oh, schmucks. Yeah. I really like, uh, I don't know. I love Twix. <laughs> yeah, Twix and Kit Kats are like my. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, are my junk. And you know what else too I love is I like a Snickers bar, but have anybody, have you guys tried the Snickers with almonds? No. Yeah. They're a little bit harder to find. You can't find them in every store. Um, you can always find them in the 7 Eleven. They, they have the one, the one, yeah. the one with almonds and it's got the white nougat. Okay. What else we got? Well, also, we may no longer see plastic toys. So in you ask yourself. He's asking himself. So, Gene, what else? Time. It's so well. Funny. I'm glad you asked, Gene. Gene, what else you got? Well, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Uh, no longer will we be seeing plastic toys in McDonald's as the company has pledged to significantly reduce the use of plastics in its Happy Meal toys worldwide. Instead, McDonald's will release items such as 3D paper-based toys, such as Pokemon trading cards. So this news comes two years after McDonald's faced major backlash in the United Kingdom over environmental concerns. I look at it this way, man. Every little bit helps, man. I I have no problem with this. Um, Usually those toys end up in the trash anyway, right? But anyway. uh, My world. But uh, yeah, I think this is I think this is a good idea. You know, if if it saves a few things. All right. 
So also, Walt Disney World has recently held an event to celebrate all the cast members that will be celebrating their 50th anniversary with the company over the next year. They were all invited to a special breakfast at the Crystal Palace before the opening of Magic Kingdom with Disney World President Jeff Volley hosting. Also, a brand new series is coming to Disney Plus for Disney Plus Day, November 12th, that will feature Olaf recapping some of the stories our favorite Disney, of our favorite Disney classics. Josh Gad took to Twitter to share the news, writing, Ask and ye shall receive. Get ready for Olaf to recap some of your favorite Disney classics on Disney Plus. So that's cool. That's cool, too. Yeah. And then uh, also released actually just recently um and i officially just received mine is the uh annual passes are back and uh i gotta tell you i'm already getting my money's worth man i'm already getting my money's worth i got the sorcerer's pass which was available to florida residents and to um to dvc members so i was able to get it uh even though i'm a florida resident now i don't really have proof that i'm a florida resident just yet i don't really have i don't i don't think i've even received a bill yet from any of my credit cards or anything else. Um, I guess I can get it online. But I am a DVC member and it turned out to be the one I wanted because you only the only blackout dates on the Sorcerer's Pass is Thanksgiving weekend and the last two weeks of December, which I'll be in New York for November, th- that, those days in November and for half of that time in, in December. So I went with that one. And uh, yeah, you know what? I did I something I didn't know either. I always thought park hopping would mean if you're going to park hop with the AP, you go to your one park in the morning, right? That you have assigned. And then at two o'clock, I thought you had to get a reservation for the park you wanted to go at two o'clock. It turns out you didn't because I hadn't done any park hopping during the pandemic. Um, it turns out you can go to any park you want. And the other part I didn't realize, I thought you were only allowed to go to one other park. You could actually go to as many parks as you want after two o'clock. You can just go all over the place. So I thought it was wherever you start the day and then one park after. As it turns out, you can you start your day to park and then at two o'clock, you can go to any park you want, but you can go to all the other three parks if you like. But yeah, uh, I'm I'm really, I'm really, uh, I'm digging it. So yeah. what was, is that the third level of of the four it's the second level so it's the second highest so but as it turns out i actually got lucky because i had because i didn't know at the time when it was coming back so i already had a bunch of tickets planned out for the rest of the year so i had like eight or nine tickets i had three or four in november three or four in october and i had like two in between and jess was in town she actually had two tickets to a couple of days so when i went to get my passes i actually got mine at, at the guest services at hollywood studios we went there shout out to uh vaughn he helped us. And um, for so for two of us to get it, it would have been like $1,800 plus the tax. Mine was completely covered and half of Jess's was covered. It came to like $400 first, first two to get it because I had so many tickets already built up. And my thing that that money just got applied to to my my APs. So it actually turned out to be a uh, pretty healthy savings. I mean, I, I mean, obviously, I not really a savings. I did pay the money out, but yeah. I paid it like months yeah. ago. So to me, that's already lost money. Yeah. Anyway. Your photo at Disney Hollywood Studios for the band list. I yeah. didn't give them the heads up. So thank you. <laughs> Damn it. Cripes. It didn't work. Yep. I'm there now. Dang I'm it. I just didn't think it. you'd go there. So I didn't waste my time. But shoot. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> Sorry. Jeans, are, jeans are coming. Yeah, I, I've you know, been Disney to... Springs like, thank God, bro. He wouldn't leave here, bro. He was here every day. <laughs> that was that and Universal. Universal was yeah. side of me, too. They're like, dude, but... can anyone else take this guy for a while? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, so I've been I've been going to uh, a Disney park pretty much every day, getting my Joffrey's peach iced tea, three or four of them. Why not? They're good. They man, are good. I, put, I put Joey on. I was like, Joey, you got to You got to try it. They're good, man. They're very oh, good. Thank you. No peach tea for me. Tea. It's not peach. Uh, it's, uh, dude, it's good. You know what? It's not overly peach. It's not overly sweet. It's it tastes like tea with a hint of peach. It's not like it's overly peachy. <laughs> like the mango is overly mango, but the peach is like a nice, simple peach flavor on tea. That um, whole sequence. 
That's great. Love it. Not even a comment because whatever I say is going to get cut out anyway. <laughs> it's true. But um, all right, man. So that's going to do it for this week's news. Let's introduce our guest for this week. We actually have Bill from Magic of the Mouse Radio. So let's say hello to Bill. It's the most magical five. Okay, so that brings us to another edition of The Most Magical Five. And joining us today, we have Bill from Magic of the Mouse Radio. How you doing, Bill? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm excellent. You know, we love what you do there. Um, I, I love a lot of the segments that you guys have, too. I know you do something uh, you got a special you guys have got going on right now with Dole Whip Dad, who is a uh, we love him and uh, love what you guys do. I really uh, I dig it, man. Um, but you know, what? we're going to talk about your most magical five Disney songs. But before we do that, please let everybody know a little bit about yourself and, and Magic of the Mouse Radio. Myself and my son started this about about a year ago. Well, a little over a year ago before he went on deployment over to the Middle East. And before that, we had a, a podcast, which was called Magic in the Mouse. And obviously, with him going away for a year, I wasn't going to be able to get audio for him for the podcast from, uh, you know, over in uh, Saudi Arabia. Well, we decided to put it on hold, but it's turned out more since the radio station's done so well that we're not going to go back to the podcast. Uh, but we decided to do the radio station and keep the name Magic of the Mouse. Yeah, it just went from there. We It was a little touchy-feely from the beginning because we had a couple different um, uh, companies that we used as far as putting the stream out and we did one originally. And with that, I had to acquire the own, my own licensing and I had to do the reporting at the end of the month. And that just got to be too much just, just for me. I was spending like a good day and a half, two days just doing the reporting. So we wound up with our new uh, company now that uh, has our server. So it's, uh, it's just, I'm just trying to expand it month by month since last October, we're coming up on our first year anniversary on October 28th. Every month I've been adding songs or every week I've been trying to add new song shows, um, firework shows, ride music, whatever, whatever I can find. And we're just about up to fit, um, not 5,500, 3,500 songs and audio tracks on the station now. And we're always looking for more. Excellent. Very cool. I, I, again, I love what, what it is. You know, I, I was actually a good friend of mine. We like theme parks. Chris from We Like Theme Parks is the one who actually put me onto your station. And he is one of the funniest dudes I know. I love yeah, his He's podcast. a character. I said, I got to, you know, I got to check it out. You know, and, I, and again, love what you guys do. Um, where can they find it now? For anyone that doesn't know where to find it, where can they find it? Well, the first place you can go, you can always go to our website. It's www dot wdizdb.com and there's a player on there and, and just underneath the player is a uh, a folder that shows the last uh, probably half dozen songs that have played on the station so you can always find it there and we're on the live uh, 365 app all you got to do all these apps that i'm going to give you, you just got to search magic of the mouse mm-hmm. um we're on the my tuner radio app uh, radio.garden uh, radio.net and there's a couple other radio uh, apps that we're on that I uh, streama is another one that we're on and we're also on Google Home, Amazon Alexa and we started probably a couple months ago we're on Roku now which that's doing really well that's in the last three and a half I guess maybe four months I think we started at the end of April beginning of April and our monthly numbers for the station have doubled what they were just because of the Roku channel Wow very very impressive very impressive. You can see the uh, audio art, the album art on the screen mm-hmm. with whatever else we got going on. And it's just a little more pleasing to look at, I guess. I guess that's the reasoning or it's just ease ease of uh, listening. People are at home. They just click their TV on. That's that's cool. And, you know, I didn't realize you were on um, Amazon Alexa right now, too. So that's actually super convenient. You can just say, 
Alexa, please play Magic of the Mouse Radio, which now if anybody's listening to this and has an Alexa, then Alexa's probably going to play it. So Yeah, the only the only thing with that, you have to activate it first. And then all you got to say is, uh, Alexa, open Magic of the Mouse. Here comes my Alexa. See, that's what I'm saying. Hopefully, hopefully some people listening now just got some got got some uh, introductions to it. So, um, yeah, that's uh, that that's awesome. I love that. And uh, we're, and you're, we're gonna, which is why this this topic is perfect for you because your whole business is is Disney music and Disney sounds. So, uh, so without further ado, let's get into it. What would be your number five most magical Disney song? Oh, this is hard. You just asked me this before we went on the air. And <laughs> I know. I, I see and pressure. listen to so many Disney songs because when I go find them, you know, I find them and then I put them in my Adobe audition. So I listen to it and, and I adjust the volume, you know, to normalize for, for listening on the station. So I hear them all and you'll be in my heart from the Tarzan album. I think that with Phil Collins, that was a great album. Uh, I don't know. If these are so, so much in, in order of uh, five to one. That's fine. Uh, but let it go. Obviously, that was a that was a great song, and that's probably got to be one of the top five Disney songs of all time. Period. Uh, depending on who you talk to, I'm sure. But um, the Hunchback of Notre Dame. That's another great soundtrack. That was incredible soundtrack and very underrated. I'll tell you that for sure. Yeah, it's it's just incredible. I would, and normally that's not my kind of music that type that style of music, mm-hmm. but it was just very well done. Now, the first Disney movie I ever saw, or the first movie I ever saw, period, in the movie theater was the original Jungle Book. The music from the original Jungle Book, uh, that's got to be in my top five also. Again, it's hard for me to pick one song out from the Jungle Book, because uh, to me, they're all great. Bare Necessities is a classic. It's a legend. Yeah, and uh, Colonel Hattie's March, I, li- I like that. That's that's not so much a song. that <clears throat> I don't know. I just I just I like that one. Uh, and another great album that I think uh, was a movie that just came out. Would it come out in May? Cruella. That's, mm-hmm. There's some um, good music on that soundtrack also. My favorite part of that movie was the soundtrack. I loved hearing yeah. like the old, that old punk rock and yeah. um, so vintage. That was my favorite part of the movie was actually the the, the soundtrack. That's I enjoyed, I actually enjoyed the movie and usually those kind of dark movies, they don't do much for me, but mm-hmm. I, I really enjoyed that movie. I saw it uh, on uh, Disney plus and I also saw it in the theater and uh, I really, I really enjoyed it. Very cool. But I know you yeah, also got, got the um, other shows. You got like, you know, like I said, the one with Dole with dad with the, the top 100 songs, stuff like that. That just started um, this past Monday, and it's going to run for 20 weeks. And it's called the Disney Top 100, and it's uh, the top 100 Disney songs of all time counted backwards, uh, according to him, mm-hmm. to Jeff uh, Bates' uh, Dole Whip Dad on YouTube. So, uh, yeah, he spent a lot of time, and uh, I know on a lot of his live streams and his videos, he put it out to people, and he got a lot of response on songs and some songs that like he had long forgotten Disney songs mm-hmm. and uh, he kept sending me his list. It was like, you know, 165 and then he pair it down to 140. Then he got the 130 and then he got it down to was like 110. <laughs> and uh, then he sends me the first show, his audio for the first show, two or three of the songs weren't even on my original list that he sent me. So he had late editions that, that he made and, uh, and it's going to be every Monday, Thursday and Saturday at 12 noon Eastern time. And also on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at 7 PM Eastern time. And it's going to run for 20 weeks and it's going to new shows will air every Monday. But what we're going to do is rather between Christmas and new year, that Monday, uh, we're going to wait. And the final top five is going to uh, premiere on new year's Eve. Ooh. And then what we're going to do is on new year's day, I believe it's going to start at uh, 10 a.m. Eastern time. I haven't nailed that down yet, but that that looks like what it's going to be. We're going to run it all day. The top 100 from 100 down to number one. So it'll be about an eight, nine hour show by the time you know, we're all done with it. 
Very cool. Now, I know you also said there's like you're going to be doing some Christmas broadcasting, too. That's going to be kind of fun. Is that, that going to be just Disney Christmas songs or is it going to be Christmas songs outside no, of what, Disney as well? I've uh, Well, I don't believe I've told you yet because you're you're kind of new com- coming in here. But mm-hmm. I did send an email out to all our uh, our podcasters that we have and also some advertisers um, that we have. We have quite a few uh, YouTubers, uh, Disney YouTubers uh, that that advertise on have advertisements on the station. So I'd send an email out and what I'd like to do is uh, each of them to record audio for either a half hour up to an hour show and give me a list of songs, uh, Christmas songs, whether Disney or not Disney, their favorite Christmas songs. And like with Chris, the perfect example, when I was on their podcast last week, um, we like theme parks, there's three of them on their podcast. So they can kind of mix and match the audio, do it together and share their favorite Christmas memories or of their Disney Christmas memories, you know, going down to the, uh, to the special Christmas things they have in the magic kingdom at Christmas time. So it's basically, I'm going to leave it up to what everybody wants to do. Now, not everybody wants to do it, but some of those are going to record new commercials for Christmas, well, you know, for the station. So we're still trying to get it all together. I figured it, July was the best time, uh, time to start. It gives me a, enough time and probably November 1st, we're going to, we'll start uh, airing the things and Christmas music and i don't think we're going to go there's not enough all disney christmas music to go mm-hmm. strictly christmas music or the shows but we're going to add a lot more so it'll all all be filtered in you know on our playlist that's that's exciting and yeah and so like i said you know we we, we are really looking forward to joining the uh the station with everybody a lot of, of the other podcasts are great too i you know i love listening to a lot of the other ones and uh you know and i would we would love to even if we can get involved with the christmas thing because dan from our show is a christmas nut like everybody else christmas right Dan's like like has a Christmas problem pretty pretty much like he- that sounds like me that's that I, I've been told many times I need to turn in my mad card but I'm a Hallmark fan and so is Dan so it's especially the Hallmark Christmas movies yep. in July I don't move and from what is it Halloween night I think they start or that Saturday of Halloween all the way through Christmas you know where to find me I'll be on the Barker lounger. Dan, the same thing. In fact, the only reason why we even know about it is because his wife sold him out and told us all about it is his Hallmark movie, Christmas movie uh, infatuation. Um, he actually has all year round in his in his in there and in, in where they live, he keeps up like the Christmas blow molds all year round. Like that's the, that he uses them as lighting all year round. So he has like the if he pans his camera to the right, there's a Santa Claus, a Christmas blow molds of Santa Claus and and Frosty, and he is a Christmas nut. So it sounds like he's got a little more problem with Christmas than I do. <laughs> he might, yeah. He definitely needs to attend a meeting for Christmas, um, yeah. Christmas fanatics for sure. Yeah, hi, hi, I'm Dan. <laughs> Christmas Anonymous. Exactly. Yeah, he needs to hit a CA meeting for sure. Um, but yeah, so I know he, if we can get involved with that, I know that's something that he's going to basically be first online to be able to yeah, get well, involved that, with. So that'd be cool. That you know, come up with something that fits your podcast. Um, you know, for anyone out there that's that's not familiar with it yet, what's some of the shows that they can find on there besides just the music? Well, the, the we like theme parks and you were talking about Chris and how funny he is, but we have a commercial on there. I don't know if you heard it that uh, he did with his daughter, Mason. I believe he told me the other night she just turned six. I think she's going to be funnier than he is. <laughs> it's it's a really really good commercial that he did. So yeah, they're on uh, the Disney A podcast is is on the channel. They're um, they're from out in Western Canada, and uh, Brandon and Krista they do it. They do a great job, and they they kind of their podcast is more geared towards Disneyland because mm-hmm. obviously that's their their home park. And we have Dis- Disney Assembled, and they're down in I believe the Houston Texas area. That's Troy and, and his daughter Mimi, and I've 
that was one podcast that I had listened to for a little bit before I started the station because I kind of liked it because he was doing something with his daughter and that's how I got started with my son. So I thought that was pretty cool. And we have uh, two guys from uh, YouTube, uh, Gonzo and VP adventures with VP. Uh, they have a, uh, a podcast on there on the channel and, um, bobsled and banthas. We just added them about, I guess maybe two months ago, we just added them and it's, uh, it's been working out pretty well. And then uh, our first podcast that we had, I don't know if you're familiar with Walt and Melissa from Mouse Talk on YouTube. Uh, they live down in the Orlando area now, and they do a lot of live streams from the parks. And they had got started years ago in with a podcast. And when they got into the YouTube, they did away with the podcast. So he came back, uh, the two of them, and uh, they're doing a half hour podcast that new episodes come out every other uh, other Monday. Uh, Pete, Pete McDevitt from YouTube. Uh, he's got a YouTube channel, Pete McDevitt. He does a lot of interviews with Disney creators on his YouTube channel. So we play uh, every Monday and Thursday night at 8 p.m. He's on the station uh, and we re-air some of his YouTube uh, live streams that he's done. It's it's working out pretty well. Pete McDevitt is one of the one of the best people I've met in this, in this community. Yeah. He's, he, he's a good, yeah. He's a good guy. He's had a, a lot of tough luck in the last year, or so, uh, yep. but he's got a great attitude and uh, he does a super lot for he, the Disney community. He is an inspiration to be honest with you. I, I, and he, I've told him this, he knows how I feel. He is an inspiration to, to, to anybody, not just in this community, to anybody to be dealt the cards. He's been dealt with to stay as positive as he has. And to be such a, just a tremendously, just a caring, giving nice person. I, there's not enough words to say about him. He's, he's yeah, honestly, like I said, absolutely. he's maybe, maybe one of the best people I've ever met in life. And one of the best people I've met in this community took a chance on us early on. We don't even have a YouTube yet. And he still was like, come on the show. And, yeah, tremendous man. I can't yeah. say enough good, good things about him. I agree with you. Um, and the one other podcast that we added, uh, I guess it was late in the spring, positively Disney podcast with Kimberly Bouchard. She has a really good podcast because uh, she's put out a couple Disney books and she's got, I guess, a lot of connections with people that have been associated with Disney, either work there or Imagineers or old actors from old Disney movies. I mean, I mean, she's had a lot. That's a really good podcast that we had. And right now we're, we're, we're airing the best of shows over the summer. She takes a break and we're going to come back hopefully in the fall with new episodes from her. Very cool. That's awesome. That's really cool. So, and um, yeah, I, I, I love the direction of the, of the station. I love what you guys got a lot of shows on there. I listen to myself in the last couple of months, I've been big on trying to find audio from the other parks overseas and Hong Kong and Japan and, and France. I'll probably never get to those parks, but I enjoy listening to the audio, you know, especially in Japan where they, and France, they kind of dub them both way. You'll hear, you know, the announcer for the show, it'll be in J Japanese and then in English. And there's a lot of great Christmas parades uh, that I have audio on there and Easter parades from J Japan and just some of the shows from Disney Sea and the twist on the, some of the rides that are a little different in those parks than they are here, mm -hmm. you know, in Disney World or Disneyland. And you know what? You do, you got to get to those parks, man. You, if there's anyone that needs to see these other parks, yeah. I haven't seen them yet either, but you know, maybe we got to do a group trip. We'll go together because <laughs> yeah, we, that'd be nice. we need to see these parks. You need to see these parks for the amount of work that you do with this. Um, it, it, I think it's, it's something that needs to happen, you know? Yeah. I mean, God bless it. 
I love what you guys do. It's I'm I'm honored that we are able to be a part of what you guys got going on. I'm I'm honored and just tickled, and I'm honored also to be associated with a lot of the great shows that you have on the network too on on the station. Um, we like theme parks, bobsleds, and banthas, and and like I say, just great quality people involved. And I can't be more honored and humbled to be a part of that. Uh, I know the whole team, the, our whole cast feels the same way. Just real quick, remember if they have if they in case they forgot, let's remind everybody where they can find Mouse and the Music, uh, Magic of the Mouse radio and uh and we will it's a tongue twister for me a magic in the mouse radio and uh yeah just remind people where they, where they can find it before we let you go yeah uh, www.wdizdb.com is our website you can find us on live 365 my tuner radio.garden radio.net streamer uh, amazon alexa google home and uh, roku we're on all of them uh, if you go on any of the apps just search magic of the mouse radio and will pop up or all you got to do is google magic of the mouse radio and a lot of our links will pop up that you can find us on all you got to do is download the app and if you have a uh, an apple uh, iphone or whatever and uh, you plug in you have a newer car with the google play you know they'll play and the artwork will come up on your uh, on your screen in your car while you're listening and Cool. Now, I, I, before you get out of here, I want to leave everybody with one thing. I want to say it one, one more time. Alexa, play Magic of the Mouse Radio. So now hopefully everybody else has just triggered that up. Let's hopefully anyone, any listeners. Uh, Bill, thank you so much for giving us a few minutes. And I look forward to uh, really building an, a, a great collaboration with you guys in the future. And uh, again, thank you so much. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks a lot. Okay, so that's going to bring us to this week's Disney TV and Movie Minute. And as always, this week's TV and this week's Disney TV and Movie Minute is brought to us by JSA Creations. And Joey, what does what do JSA Creations always do? We make all your ears come true. Dan, make all your ears come true in 3D. I feel like I haven't heard that in a long time, man. It was nice to hear it. It has been. It's been been a while. But uh, yeah, so we got uh, we got some stuff coming out this Wednesday, September 29th. Joey, what do we got coming up? All right. First up, we got Disney's Magic Bake Off Season 1. Three teams, two young pastry chefs race against the clock to design a Disney-inspired cake in hopes of being named Disney Baking Champion. Should be pretty cool if you see something like that. That's pretty neat. I like that stuff. Especially being Disney themed. Um, yeah. Next, next up, you got the Simpsons season 32. Simpsons are always great. Not much more to say about that. I mean, either you're a Simpsons fan or you're not. But you're not. I feel like Simpsons are never ending. Like that shows. No, 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 no. It's going to outlive me. All right. Next up, we got Disney Junior Muppet Babies. This is season three. Check it out if you haven't seen it. Yeah. I think um, we all kind of grew up on Muppet Babies, right? Exactly. And then no. we got Disney Junior Vampirina season three. And then you got the Great Barrier Reef season one. One of the natural wonders of the world and the largest living structure on the planet, which is the Great Barrier Reef. If you haven't seen the Great Barrier Reef, not the show, but like the actual reef itself, pretty amazing. Anybody that's into any type of marine life or any, it's just pretty astounding. So definitely check that out. That's what I got. Okay. And I have the Hatcher Family Diary season one. It's about the Hatcher family and they continue to operate a 175-year-old dairy farm in College Grove, Tennessee. Um <laughs> I don't know. It sounds gonna be honest. Sounds kind of boring. They got they got me. I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> They're like, what do, guys? What do we need to add? I know. How about a show about a dairy farm? Well, I mean, and there's nothing wrong with that, but maybe give us something else. Like, I mean, come I'll on. have it a haunted dairy farm. I'll do that. Or like you a know. dairy farm with like a moat around it with gators. Yeah. Kind of traverse it. Somehow. Or, or like, you know, a, a, a dairy farm that doesn't really sell dairy. It's like an undercover meth lab. They pretend to be a dairy farm. There you go. And breaking, breaking bad meets um, a green acres. Yeah. I don't know. 
something like that. But um, all right. And then what else we got? Roly Poly Oli. Let me tell you something. The seasons one through five. Roly Poly has a special place in my heart. I don't know. I don't think Joey would know because it's before Aiden's time. But my daughter, when she was like four years old, that was her show. Like every ep- like we would. Just, she wanted to watch that. All day, every day, Roly Poly Oli. That was like her first real, you know, like, you know how kids go through those phases where they love this show or this movie. They got to watch it, watch it, watch it. That yep. was like her first one was Roly Poly Oli. She loved it, that show. That was her thing. So that's at a special place in my heart. I love it. Okay. She um, actually texted me just now, though, and said, you are the only one that watched it. She <laughs> never did or liked it. I can't confirm or deny that so that's not I think slightly you should true. Stop covering all the time and just fess up to these shows that you love. Lose clues, things like that. It's okay. We're not here to judge. What about, what about some bear in the big blue house? That was a good one too. I love them. I love them. All right. What else we got? We have <laughs> it's coming out on Friday, October 1st, Lego Star Wars Terrifying Tales. After the events of Rise of Skywalker, Poe and BB-8 must make an emergency landing on the volcanic planet Mustafar where they meet the greedy and convincing and conniving Rabala the Hutt, who has purchased Darth Vader's castle and is renovating it into the galaxy's first all-inclusive Sith-inspired luxury hotel. Is this real? <laughs> yeah. I feel like... This- is this working fake, on this all week? Is this fake news to make me like sound <laughs> silly? While waiting for the X his X wing to be repaired, Poe, BB-8, Grabala, and Dean. <laughs> <laughs> who is a courageous young boy who works as Grabala's mechanic, ventured deep into the mysterious castle with Vader's loyal servant, Vani. Along the way, Vani shares three creepy stories linked to ancient artifacts and iconic villains across all eras of Star Wars. Can I tell you why I'm going to watch this? It sounds because like a Lego movie. <laughs> Dean. They throw out all these weird names yeah. and Dean. It's Grabala, BBA Poe, and Dean. I think it's Vinay. Vinay, yeah, I bet. There's yeah. not one normal name Dean in there, but come and from? Dean. That's why I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it purely for Dean. I think that kid's going to be a star. I got news for you. He's going to be. We a got star. one guy left. What should we do? Just Dean. go, with Dean. Dean. It's a hell of a. It's a hell of a script, by the way. <laughs> no kidding, right? I got. I tell you what. I, I I like the Lego shows. I know. I, oh, the Legos. I, I they got some good humor in them. I think they're underrated. I don't think enough people check yeah. it out because I think they almost look at ah, Lego. How good could it be? It's the the Christmas one was pretty good. Well, and yeah. I feel like they're underrated for adults, especially. Yeah. Yeah, because I think there's a lot of good comedy in them. There is. And I think people write them off, at least the adults, just because it's Lego. Yeah. Yeah. The Batman ones are really good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So what else? Just roll with it. You decide live. A Halloween themed special episode follows the Bennett Blatt family as they set out to reverse an evil curse and encounter a variety of strange characters and spooky trick or treaters along the way. Who's the Bennett family? Am I missing something? Who's the Blatt family? Oh, yeah. Well, whoever they are, they got got together. They got a show. (laughs) Well, isn't just roll with it. It's not just like a that's a Disney Channel show, isn't it? I thought so. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm probably not gonna see it. So I don't know, but you know what? You decide. <laughs> there you, you go. S- you decide. That's hilarious. All right, my man. What do we got coming up for you, Dan? Elvin and the Chipmunks. Yes, it's the movie from 2007. A struggling songwriter named Dave Seville finds success when he comes across a trio of singing chipmunks. They are the mischievous leader Alvin, Brainy Simon, and Chubby, an impressionable Theodore. First one was the best one. I actually never saw this, and I'm not sure why. First one was was really good. 
I was looking was at the actors second involved was bad. in it. I'm like, I, I should have watched this. Yeah. So I'm going to go back. Really good. Definitely worth seeing the first Jason, one. The Jason Lee vehicle. Although he hasn't really been hurt from since. Right. So I don't know if that, I don't know if that means anything. How good is Alvin and the Chipmunks, the road chip from 2015 through a series of misunderstandings, Alvin, Simon, and as we know, the chubby and impressionable Theodore come to believe that Dave is going to propose to his new girlfriend in New York City and then dump them. They have three days to get him to get to him and stop the proposal. Yeah, this one. Joey, did like this me. hit home with you? This one? No. First one was good. After that, that was pretty much it. All right. I don't think I'm going to watch that, but I'm going to watch the first one. Yeah, I'm Definitely. surprised you haven't seen that. I figured that would be right up your alley. Yeah, I don't know. Some of those later animated movies uh, I kind of bummed out on, not because mm. of the content or anything, just the look of it. I wasn't yeah. big on that. Air Bud, stuff like that. You know? Oh, yeah. Synopsis for this, the first one, I was like, oh, shoot. I like it. Like David Cross is in it, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. He's in yeah. it. I he's like great. him a lot. He's a, yeah, he's, he's a jerk in it. Yeah, he's great. I wish they would have made it, to be honest with you. I, I just wish they would have did it like the old animated version like the yeah. original version get jason lee to play the boy i have no problem with the guys who played the voice that the, the, were the actors in it but i wish it was animated like the old school version of it and just have that yeah. voice you know but next up the scariest story ever a mickey mouse halloween spooktacular it's halloween and mickey's nephews challenge him to tell scary stories the first ones are funny or silly until they goad him into telling one that's truly terrifying. This is good. This one was really good. This came on a. I have a. I have an actual Blu-ray of this where it's got mm-hmm. the Christmas. The yeah, Christmas me too. And this one, yeah, this one's great. I haven't seen this yet, but I would definitely check this one out. There's it's also the- another Halloween new one coming out, and I can't remember what it's called, but the graphic looked really cool on it. Yeah, I want to say it's with Minnie Mouse, possibly. Oddly enough, that I'm supporting that. I can't remember. Right. And this is the one here. The, the animation on this one is the, you know, this newer old style, yeah, version, yeah. which is yep. great. It kind of popped up one day at Target. And I'm like, wait, what's this? Yeah. So I asked for it actually for my parents. for Christmas. <laughs> 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 well, up next is a movie that you all know. I have a lot of trouble pronouncing. I don't know why. It's just it just is. So here we <laughs> really? go. Maleficent. You nailed it. There you go. Good Boom. job. Mic drop. There you go. A movie from 2014. The film tells the story of a beautiful young woman of pure heart, Maleficent, played by Angelina Jolie. Who had? I'm not. Why am I reading this whole synopsis? Everybody we all knows. see. Yeah, I think everybody we all knows. know. It. The, I, I think the, the movie. I think the most surprising part of it is the fact that when I saw that it was coming on there, is that I didn't even realize it wasn't already on there. I feel like yeah, that was like a logical one, right? Yeah. So, well, there yeah. you go. 2014. Check it out. A great addition especially now. Definitely. And that is the end of the story for me. There you go. Well, let's go kick it over to a Disney topic talk. Disney topic talk. Okay. So that's going to bring us to this week's Disney topic talk. And this week we're going to be discussing our, our hypothetical, hypothetical Disney vacations to celebrate the 50th at Disney world. We'll talk about when we're going to get into town, where we're going to stay, where we're going to eat, which parks we're going to do, which days, uh, where we want to take that epic photo in each park. 
And we're also going to mention one piece of merch that we got to have to commemorate this 50th anniversary of Disney World. Um, so let's let's kick it over to Joey first. Joey, what uh, what's what's your hypothetical trip sound like? All right, I'll go. You know, I'm the one that doesn't raise his hand in the back of the class and then the teacher. No, I'm, <laughs> yep, just that's I'm just kidding. So week long trip. This is very hard. Not well, it's not that it's hard. There's just so much you could you could do here. But we're gonna leave. I would say we will probably leave usually on a probably a Sunday. Maybe, you know, set. I usually like driving during the day. So probably early Sunday. First thing we do when we get there, aside from check-in, depending on what time we get there, uh, we go to Disney Springs. It's like a, a thing. And usually for Aiden, he's got to have his Blaze pizza. So that's like yep. the first thing we do when we get there. So it's either going to be Blaze or it's going to be Homecoming, but most likely it's going to be Blaze. It's quick and it's easy. Springs is usually empty on those days, especially at the time, Sundays and stuff like that. They can get busy during the afternoon, but later in the day, pretty empty because everyone's getting ready to go to work. So what we're going to do is we're going to split up our trip at two resorts. First one being Polynesian, which is one of Sammy's favorites. And then the second half would probably be at the Riviera. So what we're going to do is net, we have not stayed there. That's one of the places definitely would want to stay, especially since Aiden's got this thing now where he's got a, he, he really wants to stay at one of these resorts that has the Skyliner going to it. And obviously there's others, Pop Century, Art of Animation and such, uh, Caribbean Beach, but that one there specifically, we've been to the others. So after that first night, usually the, the, the very first morning, especially on a Monday, we could do most likely we're going to probably do Epcot. So Epcot is an easy, it, to me, Epcot, I know it's a little crazy there right now, but this is for the 50th. I'm seeing the wall. Hypothetically, the walls are going to be down for some mm-hmm. of the major construction they've been doing since this is over an 18 month period. So in my story, that crap's done. All right. <laughs> so we're going to we're going to Epcot first for sure. That is a more leisure park to me. Mm-hmm. And it's one of my favorites there. Obviously, food and wine's going on right now. We're going to eat at Space 220. This is the kind of thing, especially since they just opened that. I got to check that out. Definitely got to run to the France Pavilion. Got to ride Ratatouille. You know, Remy. Remy's, I mean, that that Remy's adventure. It, and, and then the, I'll tell you what, before we even get to anything else with the 50th, from what I've seen so far, and I'm not as much of a merch hound as Sammy is or not even close to Dan, but <laughs> I tell you what, this last trip that we were on, especially walking at night, I got to have that Remy hat. That yeah. thing is incredible to me. That is my yep. one thing that I want. I still want it. We're going to get it. I do not care how, but I'm getting a hold of one of those. That thing to me is one of the coolest merch things I've ever seen them do. So for my merch, for our merch, that's that's the one thing we're getting. I know there's another one too where they have it where the Remy and his and his buddy they like to run Emil. around. Yeah, they crawls around you or something. It's like remote. yeah, there's a magnet that kind of like the shoulder pals, but it goes in and it actually you can remote control drive it around. Yes, you. so like that little pair, I gotta have it. So yeah. that's that's something there for sure. And then I want to see the new harmonious to, to round out the night, which would be great. After that, hit back the hotel. And then, um, yeah, next day we're going to hit Hollywood Studios. So definitely first thing we'll probably do Andy's Lunchbox. We'll do that for, for breakfast. They got some real good. They got some pretty good stuff there. Definitely hit that. You know, some of the rides, Runaway Railway, that's almost a must. As soon as you walk in, it's the first thing you hit. And then even there during lunch, I know Aiden likes to go to because. Pizza is like one of his favorite things. We'll go over to um, right over there to Muppet Land. I know there's some people I know that don't really like um, Pizza Rizzo. Pizza Rizzo's, but I, I still like it. Got to go to the, the disco room that looks like a 1980s wedding uh, singer. And a wedding Sandler. singer. Like, <laughs> I can love that place. So it definitely hit that. Um, I know some people aren't a big fan of it, but I do like this, this is the recent because I'm a big fan of hot dogs. Fairfax Fair. They got a new uh, menu system, which is very similar to what Casey's would be. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying the hot dogs are as good as Casey's, but they do got some really good concoctions that are definitely something, you know, definitely worth checking out. Yeah, um, I want to check that out. I never have. 
Yeah. Well, they, yeah, they just started the menu. So, and also yeah. in my world, the uh, Indiana Jones stump head spectacular is back. So we're going to see that. I got to imagine that's going to be back at one point. In the, it's in the it's gotta months, be. Right. It's gotta be. So we're going to see that. And then we'll probably head out of there. Maybe even take a um, Skyliner ride, take it over to um, what do you call it? Um, Art of animation, maybe hit the food court there, see what they got uh, going on just for like a lunch and then take the, uh, the Skyliner back to Hollywood studios, get in the car, head back to the hotel. And then the next day we will probably take a resort day. So that day would be our last day, probably at Polynesian pool, stuff like that. And then the next day, or even that night, we might head back to Springs and go to homecoming if we could, because we didn't go because we went to blaze when we first got there. And then Thursday, we're going to hit magic kingdom. So little tip for everybody, everybody that goes to Magic Kingdom, which most people do when they go to Disney, don't go on a Saturday. Saturday is the absolute worst day ever to always go. Everybody knows this. Anybody that goes all the time, don't go on a Saturday. So whatever mm-hmm. day you go, just avoid Saturday. That's like the the national holiday to go to Magic Kingdom. So we hit it on like a Thursday. It's still going to be packed probably, but not going to be anywhere near as it is going to be on a Saturday. I think for the 50th, especially for the iconic photo, got to be in front of the castle. The castle is decked out, 50th anniversary emblem, the statues, the gold statues, especially the the abundance of them around there, especially in front of the castle right there on Main Street, to me is a classic. There's a ton of photo spots, but that to me, especially for the 50, it's the one that looks like it the most out of any of the parks. That Mm -hmm. place there is just love the way they did it. The new paint job, all that stuff. Get the photo there. One of the coolest spots for that photo is to the left of the castle if you're looking forward to it one of the the castle little towers there yeah mm-hmm. cut out in there that there's a railing and it over it kind of frames the castle out and it's a really good spot oh yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely and you know what's you know it's funny too because i see see joel's message and he's like don't forget about gideon's of course i'm not going to forget gideon's gideon joe, joey can't forget gideon's that's yeah no 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 uh, there's a listen there's a tradition we have with gideon's and i'll i'll get to that and yeah mine train especially when you're back there you're going to hit mine train once we head out of there, sometimes, depending, we get on the monorail, especially since it's running now, take it back over to Epcot and then maybe hit something again there. It just depends. It depends how the day's going and how hot it is and all that other stuff, because usually it depends on the energy. Sometimes I like to go back over to Epcot, maybe ride a couple things that either we didn't get to the first day or I want to ride again, like Mission Space, which I really like, or Test Track, which I really like. And then we'll hop back over, come back over to Magic Kingdom again, go to Confectionery especially if it's going to be, that's going to be open. Memento Mori, got to make sure we go in there because Sammy and her merch from that store, we have so much <laughs> of that stuff in this house. It is crazy. You could open your own Memento Mori store. Oh my that. God. Yeah, man. So then, yeah. So then after that, we're going to go, we're going to leave there and check back into the new hotel of Riviera, which is where we're going to be at. And then probably we could eat something there. I'm not even sure if they have something there. I'm, I'm pretty sure because I don't know. Lino's Terrace. It, that that the top of Lino's Killer, Terrace. man. Get there you that, go. Get Tony for dinner. There you go. I knew it was something. I'm like, I know there's something there. The next day we're going to go to Animal Kingdom. Depending when we go, Everest is going to be open again. And the Yeti will be working. <laughs> so well, gonna it's got to be. be before January or after April. There you go. So that's going to. So, yeah, we're definitely going to hit that. And then I got to go to, um, well, I got to get my, well, first I got to, I got to get my pop burgers. I, I, I definitely, mm-hmm. I, I got to get, I got to get my pop burgers with the kettle chips, which is like a thing now where I got to get it every time. I don't know if you mm-hmm. had those, Dan. Kettle no. chips? No, 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 no. The, 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 uh, the, pot, the burger. pot burgers at Tatuli no. Canteen. Tatuli Cant, yeah. No. Okay. I, I love that place, but I have not had that. Okay. Every time I go there now, we got to get them. And they oh, make that like- dessert, that cream cheese, that blue cream cheese dessert. It looks like a... um one of those dome cakes kind of. Yeah. That's really good. That's killer, man. Yeah, definitely do that. And then uh, got to check out the Lion King show, which I love. That's like one of my things there. And 
we do like to hit um what do you call it everest because a lot of times they don't like to go twice because in the mornings you can go like literally back yeah. to back but after that we got to go to uh god it's been so long since i've been because of the whole pandemic and all that other stuff my favorite place like my favorite place to go there the um the food oh the, uh, tusker house tusker house jesus i couldn't even think of that yeah tusker house one of my favorites there love it there so Definitely got to go to Tusk House for breakfast. But yeah, after after going on uh, Flight of Passage and stuff, yeah, we got to hit Kilimanjaro. So the safari's outstanding. Aiden loves the animals. Yeah, so yeah. we're definitely going to do that. And then, yeah, after that, we'll probably, we usually kick out of there pretty much after that. And then we'll probably go back to the, uh, the resort, hit the pool for a while, try to relax a bit. Because at this time, you've already done so many days of parks, your feet are like killing you by this point. So you got to take, take some time to kind of just enjoy the resorts as well. Cause the resorts have so much, so much amenities with them that a lot of times when we're kind of hustling, bustling through these parks, you miss a lot of that stuff, which is why like when we last stayed at uh, Coronado, you know, I loved it that we did spend some time actually enjoying the resort itself, checking out the shops and some of the food there and stuff like that. So I would do that. And then of course, coming down to like, let's say the last day before we leave, it's tradition always that in the morning before they even open about an hour before they open, we always go back to Springs. There's like nobody there. They let you in, but nothing's open really. And then got to go back and have the breakfast at homecoming, which was killer, so man. killer. And um, they give you so much food, like way too much food to finish, but it's still outstanding. And then after that, that only breakfast, no, 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 no. Yeah, they do breakfast Brunch, have you lunch, eaten the other lunch or dinner? Yeah. yeah. The dinner, I've had dinner there a couple times and it's outstanding. So we'd never had breakfast. This was the first time. And their breakfast is almost like a brunch, I guess, type of thing. Yeah, it's very brunchy. Really? It's got a lot of like, it's got like a chicken, like fried chicken involved in it. And I mean, they have, and, and they have breakfast stuff. Like they have just like donut dishes and stuff, but yeah, um, it was so good. And then after that, you got to get in line or we get our virtual queue for Gideon's. I always got to get my cookies. And I got to get a candle because we always burn through the candle by the time that we go back. So that's oh, that's been like a thing every single time we go. The last day that we're leaving, it's always Springs, Gideon's at some point before we leave. And this last one, and Gino will tell you, the line was so long. Wow. Yeah. I was like, I've never seen it like that. I'm like, yeah, we're just bypassing it. It was too much because, excuse me, we would have never left. <laughs> I was like, we would have been there till four o'clock. It was so bad. <laughs> so I mean, it was bad. I, I'd never seen it like that. So I was like, oh, I'm not even going to do that. So because even if we got in the virtual and that was just the standing line, if you got in the virtual line, oh, they probably would have been like, come back at six o'clock tonight. So it, unfortunately, it was just bad that day. Yeah, that's my only thing. And then after that, we'd head back. But um, I know you kind of speed through that stuff, but there's just so much, especially over a week long. But that's kind of the gist of of how we would do it. And by the way, I did I did forget to mention, I don't know how I forget this, every single time that I go to the Magic Kingdom, sometime during lunch or post-lunch or in between lunch, I got to hit Casey. Casey's mm-hmm. is like, that's like my favorite there. Got to make sure to hit Casey's every single time that I go. Although yeah. we noticed this past week, they don't have the mac and cheese yeah, but they still, was, but you can get it. And where I can't remember where they had it. Where else? It was the, it was the, um, it was right there. It's in Fantasyland, Friar Nook. Friar Nook, that's right. As, yeah, yeah. As Joel thanks. Said. yeah, thanks, Joel. But yeah, so I guess because we've kind of figured maybe because they have it there now, they took it from Casey's because it's the same thing. It, it looked exactly how it would have been. Yeah, Casey's. I was like, I remember, remember we were standing there and I was like, oh man, look, they got uh, mac and cheese with bacon on hot dogs. That's the same thing they got at Casey's. And then when the Casey's <laughs> didn't even have it, I'm like, the first thing I thought was like, they walked all the way from Casey's to here. What yeah, are they I'm doing? Like, That's strange. <laughs> yeah. So that was, yeah, it was good. Oh, and you know what? Another thing it reminds me, there's just so much. You got to go to Gaston's to get the, the Cinnabon, Cinnabon, the massive Cinnabon. That's like, the size of my head. you got to do it. Cinnabon and, and Casey's. And, and the quick tip on the Cinnabon too, and I always forget to do it. Always remember to ask for an extra side of icing. I don't think they, someone told me that they charge now sometimes, but they used to not. 
So I don't know if they do or don't. So someone told me that they, they actually started doing it. But you can add ask for because I, it's so big. It sometimes there's not enough icing it's, on it. Yeah, it's ridiculous. You can ask for extra icing on the side, but it's it's awesome because once it opens up, like there's like syrup inside of it and stuff. It's not like it's dry, but it needs a little more a little more icing. But you can ask for the extra. Um, they, you can ask for the extra icing. Although I hear I heard now that they actually charge for. it. I can see Dan smiling because he knows, of course, Gene would know that. Of course, of course, of course. <laughs> there's syrup in it. <laughs> Let me say something. Best. <laughs> Best Cinnabon I've ever eaten. Best so good. It is just so good. one. Just wanted to share one with me. I was like, no, get your, get yeah. your own. I just want to make sure people understand when you go, you got to get this Cinnabon. Yeah. And you got to get go to Casey's. Well, if you like hot dogs. If you don't like hot dogs, don't go to Casey's. Yeah. Sammy hates them. I love them. And yeah, just the them, same way. Which just is hilarious because we're sitting there eating. Gene decides to get the foot long, the massive thing. And Aiden's like, I kind of want some. <laughs> I'm like, but you didn't tell me you wanted any food. So Gene breaks off a piece for him because, you know, he's got plenty. And it had some mustard on it. I said, he ain't going to eat it. Aiden's like, that's okay. So he starts eating through it until he got to some of the mustard. He's like, I'm done. Well, the funny part is, is I cut it for him, right? Originally, I cut it for him. Oh, yeah. And I I think it was, 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 I think because I had my sunglasses on, like my vision was off a little bit. And I thought there was a paper towel on the, like a napkin on the table. And I thought I put it on the napkin. I just put it on the the actual table. And so (laughs) Joey goes, Joey was like, no. Yeah, it was like, as my hands going down. And I'm like, oh, it's on the table. I was like, all right, five second roll. I'll eat that one here. Let me cut a little another piece for him. And then, uh, so I ate the one that touched the table. So of course I said, Aiden, do you want one? Yes. So I bought him another one, which by the way, in to Casey's credit, they're instantaneous. Like you order yeah. something and you hit them here. It's like ready. Like it's yeah, outstanding. It, it wasn't so, even a wait. So I got him one and he sat there and ate the whole thing. Because like, they're hot dogs. Even the regular ones are huge. Yeah. yeah. Aiden, so, if we, you're listening out there. I wouldn't have put it on the table. I would have. Thank I would have given it to you on a napkin. Well, I cut him another. Well, to be fair, I cut him another piece and I gave yeah. him that one. Um, so I ate, mm. and then I ate the table hot dog. But of um, you did. and then okay. Gene grew like, I'm like I'm on, gonna, his, on his tongue. So yeah, I couldn't remember the rest of the day. All of a sudden, just it, everything else was a blank to me. It's like mushrooms. Um, but yeah, um, I started seeing crazy colors and hot dogs dancing around above my head. But you know what's ironic too is I've never had a chance to sit inside Casey's because it's always packed. That was the first time i think i've ever sat really? inside of casey's oh that's every other time i've gone there hey, it's look, always there's nowhere to sit you always got to go outside look joel even said he would have gotten him his own plate <laughs> i thought there was a napkin on the table man. i know <laughs> by the way really real quick point to that gene is wearing his you know his his prescription glasses but they're sunglasses yeah so he figured he's gonna be out in the sun most of the day so he didn't bother to have his other ones so it's just the sunglasses so even when oh. he's I was messing with him. So I was like, bro, is your future that bright that you got to wear your sunglasses inside? Yeah, he, that and Joey, Jay, Joey picked on me a little bit this week and you would have been proud, Dad. You would have been yeah. really proud. He picked on me because of sunglasses, but it's either I can't see because it's blurry or exactly. I can't see because it's dark. And I'd rather just not be seen because it's dark. Right. So and then he liked to pick on me because I, I said I like I forget how, how falafel came into an equation. Dude, but I mentioned falafel, falafel 20 times and I said, you're you talking like about falafels. <laughs> <laughs> he just like saying the word falafel. I actually do. It's actually fancy. The new uh, Vespa. Who's going next, Dan? Dan, what have you got, man? All right. Well, we start out with, obviously, a travel day. Being that we're not in Florida, we're uh, usually taking out a semi-early flight. We've kind of changed the way we're doing things. We used to go super early, 
4 a.m. You had to get up to get out. You know, it was all about getting to the park as early as you could. And we have made a call that we don't go to the parks the first day, just plain and simple. So what we do is we usually take a 9 a.m. ish flight that gets us there around noon, take an Uber to probably Port Orleans. And Stephanie's got to, oddly enough, I'm the merch guy, but she's got to get to that general store right away. But we usually just stop in there and then go to um, the food court just for a snack. But our whole thing is getting back and unpacking, getting ready for the next day, you know, outfits, hats, accessories, what have you, the recording stuff. We get that all set. And then we usually just go back down there for lunch, nothing special. But then we have to take an Uber usually to Walmart for groceries because we do a lot of sandwich making, snacks, stuff like that for the room and resorts. And we usually just, we'll get something at Walmart that, you know, we bring back and eat or we'll like order pizza. We love flippers pizza in Florida. So we'll sometimes get that. But our thing about the sandwiches in the morning and stuff is first off, Steph's not a huge breakfast person, although she loves breakfast food. She's not usually ready to eat right away, but we don't, I mean, that's our prime time in the parks is the morning. So there's no way I could really see us going to a restaurant in the morning as good as they probably are, like you mentioned, at least not on a park day. So we always hit Magic Kingdom first. Shocker. I know (laughs) Uh, we'll usually do rope drop now. That's a new thing, you know, for us getting there real early. Our whole trip is shifted to going early, leaving at a reasonable time. We're not doing the open to close every night like we used to. We still go pretty late, but um, we'll do the rope drop, go to Snow White right away for mine train for snacks. Like right after that, then we go get our locker. Um, then we'll hit Starbucks. Well, what's odd about it is she'll get coffee and usually some snack, but I'll get Coke Zero there, and then she'll get one of the big Starbucks glasses with ice, and I pour it into there because more times than not, Casey's takes forever, and I need that. And so does Starbucks, but I usually get it from her before <laughs> you know she's got her coffee. Then we usually go get something and just kind of sit on Main Street, just kind of start start the parks. I usually like to get that uh, half chocolate Mickey huge cookie from the confectionery which we definitely want to check out after the remodel uh lunch we're usually doing what we brought so we go back to the locker and get that uh we actually you usually go to lunch and set outside the gates right in front of the train station with the flowers and stuff oh yeah it's kind of a cool spot to sit and just kind of take in people coming and and going that type of thing merch i've mentioned i need that 50th lithograph disney if you're listening among others we all know it's all the merch is changing but that's the one thing i need for sure and who knows this is September. Merch could be changing all all the time. And in my world, just like Joey's, which we know Everest is not going to be running in those months, the train will be running for us. Mm-hmm. And we'll take it many times. We're not a one train couple but i i know that it you know kind of is a crapshoot there but we're planning to go in march so our fingers are crossed photo photo ops for us are we do those hover shots like i told you we try to get something kind of background disney above us and we look down at our iphone which we're holding under to get that shot and i want to do a lot of uh, photos with the gold statues I'm really looking forward to seeing those. I think they look really good. They do. The snack, Stephanie wants to go to the Prairie Outpost for the Mickey-shaped peanut butter rice crispy bar. She loves those. I, on the other hand, will be going for the cheeseburger egg rolls in Adventureland egg those roll Those are cart. awesome. Those are awesome. I love them. And you got to get them. Who knows what alternate flavors? Quick. What's that? Oh, yeah. 
I said, you got to go early because they sell out quick. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not out, messing around with those because I don't only get them once. So <laughs> I just love them. Uh, for dinner, we really like to do Pecos Bill. You get so much there if you haven't gone there for extra fixings. If you want to do veggie, you know, kind of veggie side, you can almost make a side salad with the stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's really a lot for your money there. You know, we like Mexican food anyway, so it's kind of a win-win. That's one of the best values, I think, in all of of Magic Kingdom. As a matter of fact, you can get something off the child menu and it's it's like enough for an adult. It really is. Because you're basically running through a condiment veggie uh, salad bar for whatever you ordered. So it's it's really a good deal. A snack in Magic Kingdom, something we just kind of started the last couple of times is we get popcorn and just sit on Main Street and just really take it in. We like to set over kind of by City Hall. There's a popcorn cart right there. And to get a bench there and just oversee the whole Main Street there where you walk in, it's just yep. really cool. Something nostalgic about it, but it's something we, we really like to do now. We do try to get in Tony's restaurant for a dinner, mainly because... We try to get the table outside where you can either see like a parade going on or just kind of dine and see the park, which is kind of a cool thing. Plus, we love Lady and the Tramp. Lunch, of course, like uh, Joey said, Casey's. Um, Steph really doesn't get a lot there. Fries, but I am all about the big old wiener. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love Casey's a lot. I just wish the the delivery would be better. However, you know, now with mobile ordering, yes. we never really did that before. It just kind of wasn't that big a thing. So I'll be doing that now. So hopefully that now takes care of that. It's, it's super, yeah, it's super quick, man. It really um, another snack, obviously the Dole Whip. So that's day one in the parks. Uh, day three, heading to Epcot. I'm really excited to go back to Epcot, mainly because we're really kind of coming into our own with Epcot. Like we, like I mentioned in past podcasts, we were never big on it. I was bigger than Steph and she's really into it now. And with all the remodeling, refurbishments, additions, it's like gotten nuts. And it's, we're really looking forward to it. The absolute number one, like Joey said, is the Ratatouille, the Remy ride. We got to be on that. We're all about that merch. Snack wise, she wants to really try the new crepes at the creperie ink or especially yeah. oh especially the hazelnut and chocolate and then she goes damn i like the ham and cheese <laughs> which i would not yeah. super into crepes but snack and beverage i mentioned already club cool i'm super excited to hit that but also the the new popcorn design stands which have that kind of space look yeah really looking forward to seeing those in person i love that they did that lunch Sam Eagles. Easy choice. I loved it so much last time I was there. And one attraction I'm going to mention because we did not get to see it, nor have we seen it, is the American Adventure Show. And I need to see that. Dinner, Space 220. I hope we're able to get into that. None of us really know at this point how that's all going to pan out and look, but I'm really excited by that. Next day, Hollywood Studios. Like last time we did Rope Drop for Rise of the Resistance. Joey showed me a video today. That was ridiculous. But I know. <laughs> um, we also didn't really see the time lapse that I mentioned in that video. So it's hard to tell because Flight of Passage was huge rope drop as well. But it did kind of move fairly quick that it was mm-hmm. you know worth it. That I think will all play out with the October 1st genie how that all works out so obviously want to get to that one more attraction i want to mention is because we did not get to see it last time was smugglers run and i'm really looking forward to getting on that we weren't able to snacks 
Stephanie Cat Saka's Kettle for the Outpost popcorn mix. Yeah. She's really into popcorn mixes. Also, snack Stephanie's looking forward to is the Starbucks for the strawberry funnel cake frappuccino. I actually that really is- like Star Wars frappuccino. That, that is one of my favorites. favorites. Starbucks funnel- frappuccino. Yeah. That, that funnel cake is one of my favorites. Yeah. I got to try that too. And then uh, pretzel palooza cheddar jalapeno pretzel. Um, <laughs> lunch, no brainer for us. The 50s primetime cafe. And then for dinner, this is a first for us. We want to head back to the Polynesian for our first trip to Ohana's. We've there never been there. It's crazy that we haven't. That food is right up our alley, but we finally want to make it to that. Uh, next day would be a resort day. We've talked about this in the past, how big resort days can be. And a lot of people don't really do it because they kind of forget that it's all about getting to the park, getting to the attractions. The parks now are really even more important because of all the refurbishments and remodeling, like the contemporary, the Polynesian, like things that really changed in the last couple of years with these resorts that make it even more important to go and see this stuff. Right. But before we do that, we would head to Disney Springs first. And that would be, of course, Gideon's. We've never experienced it yet. Oh, my yeah. Christmas store, the M&M store, forward to that. My One of my favorites is the Coke store. It is massive. And then, of course, World of Disney for more merchandise. Uh, the photo ops, like we mentioned in the news, we're really looking forward to the new vintage displays that we talked about that are going to be put into Disney Springs, along with really getting a proper picture in front of the orange bird wall. Last time I literally ran at night to get that picture of myself in front of it because we were running late and actually had kind of forgotten about it. Um, I want to do a good picture in front of that because I love that wall. We definitely want to head to the contemporary, like I mentioned, also Fort Wilderness. We usually go back to Magic Kingdom and take the boat over to Fort Wilderness. We really like bringing our lunch and eating it on that wooden porch outside the restaurant there. There's that old music going and it's just really cool to get in those rockers or a picnic table and just kind of hang out because we love that atmosphere so much. So we usually do lunch there. That's where Stephanie's video of her giant peanut butter and jelly sandwich that she gets so excited. I don't know why. She didn't order it. I made it, but she loves them. Then Stephanie mentioned that she'd like to take the monorail over to Grand Floridian for dinner reservation at Citrico's. Am I pronouncing that right? Yep. Yeah. It has the new Mary Poppins theme. Yeah. She really wants to check that out. Obviously want to see at some point that water pageant parade. We love that. Next day, Animal Kingdom. Now, this is kind of a bummer because for us going in Everest, not there, that is a huge hit for us because like Epcot, we're really getting back. We're getting into, not back, Animal Kingdom. Listen, in the story- skip that in the beginning. Everest can be running. Yes, Everest is going to be running now. I just was handed the update (laughs) off the ticker. Um, It is running, so we'll be going to that. A terrifying ride that- I actually love. I came out of that whole shoot, you know, where you finally oh see everything. God, and I yeah. yelled at the top of my lungs, oh my <laughs> God, but a smile on my face. Like I was shocked I liked it because I'm not really into that type of thing. But yeah, we're going back to that. Like I mentioned, we'll do the rope drop for Flight of Passage. I love that ride so much. It is really good. Steph wanted to try uh, Boma for lunch. We've heard a lot of stuff about that. It was good. Um, And we love a buffet. So um, the snack, she listed Wilderness Explores Grape Soda Cupcake, which is now available. We'll see then. 
um, at several locations, Flame Tree Barbecue. All the cupcakes, she says, in this Wilderness Explorer series look awesome. So that's kind of cool. Um, and then dinner, we might head back to Magic Kingdom to go to Skipper Canteen. Joy mentioned this. I usually got like the noodle or chicken dishes there, which I loved. And I don't even remember the appetizers we got, but we were so impressed by that place. Service included. It's just a cool atmosphere, really good food. And then to catch the new enchantment fireworks. There you go. And that, obviously, like, that's our trip. We're going to do one more here with the travel day. Travel day going back. Now, this is another thing we've really changed. We used to go, you know, our flight would be like it is normal. We usually go back around 6 o'clock, which means we kind of got to get there early at the airport. And we usually get back, you know, to Minneapolis around 9. But before we used to like pack all our stuff up the night before, put it at um, the luggage take for the resort from the hold. Then we get to the resort and then we'd be leaving like at three, just super sad. You know, it's kind of a rush. And so we decided to change that and end the night before. So we do a full night all the way to the end and really can take in the last night because you're also not leaving Disney, which is what we were doing. You're going back to the Disney resort, which is equal. Disney and it just kind of made it easier for us to say goodbye on that trip yeah believe it or not that was a huge thing that we changed that we do now and then as far as that travel day then now you're not really having to pack up all your stuff that night when you get back if you want to and you're feeling great great but if not you could get something to eat back at the resort which is slim at that time but if you plan ahead you can yeah and that way when you get up in the morning you have your stuff you can still turn it in at luggage storing at the resort but if there is something that's last minute merch or something like that that you need to rush back to like Disney Springs or something when we stay at Port Orleans there's that boat that's not quick but it's nice to take the boat over to Disney Springs that's another thing we like to do um that's unique to the resort that we talk mm, about absolutely but I'm telling you the knock going to the parks on the first and last day which is hard to abide by really really helps the pace of the vacation because you know how it is when you go that first day you're packing the night before no matter how prepared you are packed you're always up doing something and you're never really that rested that first yeah, day you're, you're just yeah it's so important to be rested that first you're day. in a panic you know you're just you want to get there so taking that pressure off having to be in the park man it's really made all the difference that is where we're at. Mine is, I you know, I did mine as, as if I'm not local. Um, like, so as if I'm coming with uh, the wife and kids back from New York. And I set mine up. I'm going right in the beginning of, of the whole thing. So I'm coming down on the 30th. All right. So I'm coming down on the, on the 30th. And uh, we're, what we always used to do is we'd always like, like Dan, we'd always do that early morning thing. We'd take that like 6.30 a.m. flight. We'd be <laughs> in our resort by like 10 o'clock in the morning. Our resort wouldn't be ready. We'd drop off our bags and then we go, we go, um, you know, either it, back in the park hopper days where it was like the regular park hoppers where you could go wherever you want no matter what time it was, we would always hit Epcot usually first. But uh, nowadays, what we were doing is we would basically just spend that day at the resort, go down to, you know, because obviously I'm staying at the boardwalk, where else would I stay? Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm heading down to Thimbles of Threads. I'm getting my, my my bottles of water. I'm getting, you know, which I'm probably spending like four times the price on if I get it from Target, but I'm there. So when in Rome and I'm, I'm bringing all my stuff up to the room, uh, usually we do a, a, you know, an early lunch at, at the boardwalk bakery because they got the sandwiches there. And our dinner is usually always been the flying fish on our first day but with the flying fish not being open yet we would do trattoria al forno at this point because we stay local usually that first day we're not going we're not going to go nuts we'll stay trattoria al forno which is decent italian food for florida i i put it right up there with like an olive garden for florida but so our second day uh typically 
what we would always like to do is, we, you know, we would either go get breakfast in France, but not on October 1st, where France is going to be buzzing. So what we do is we will go start our breakfast at uh, Ale and Compass at the Yacht Club. Really fairly priced, good food, good value. You're never really waiting. You're in and out with that place. And then you can walk over to Epcot. So what we're going to do is we're going to start off, get a little reservation at Ale and Compass for breakfast. Uh, they got really good omelets. They got those chocolate, uh, dark chocolate waffles, really good stuff. And then we're going to walk over to, uh, to Epcot. And I'm not really going to do a lunch. And the reason why I'm not, or a lunch or a dinner, because I'm going to basically be snacking all day just around the world. It's food and wine festival. There's so many booths to hit, dude. Every booth has something good in it. You know, I, I love getting the pot stickers, the dumplings, the chicken dumplings over in, in China. Those, the only bad part about that is it's only two of them. And I can eat like, I can eat like 10 of those things. They're so good that that red sauce on it is delicious. You know, but every country's got like, you know, every, something in it. I just, I actually, for the first time, just the other day, tried the, uh, they got this roasted sausage in Ireland, where it's like these two roasted sausages, like kind of tastes like a bratwurst um, over like this, over these mashed potatoes with this, like, this brown onion gravy. Delicious, man. So yeah, we're going to eat around the world. We are going to stick around for sure because we're going to want to check out the opening of Harmonious. And we're definitely obviously going to have to, you know, it's that opening for Ratatouille. I didn't, get, I didn't get a chance to do the DVC uh, pass holder event that they had for it because I was going to be in New York for a little bit. So I never I never set that up, which is why I knew I, I needed to be here on the first. I didn't get to go in early like a lot of people did. So I'm going to go do that. And the, 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 the photo op that I need from Epcot this day is going to be right in front of that Ratatouille section. It's the first day, the first real day of it, really, right? I I mean, this is the opening day of it, even though people have been going in through it for the last couple months. I want that picture right in front. To me, that's the picture I want. And then uh, we're gonna watch Harmonious, and then we're gonna we're gonna head back to the border. We can walk, we only have to walk back, we'll go through the International Gateway, and we walk back to our, our resort. Maybe a little late night pizza from the boardwalk pizza window, which is maybe the worst pizza on property, but there's just something traditional about it that I gotta sometimes we gotta stop and get it sometimes. Our second day. October 2nd, actually really our third, our, our real third day, but uh, our second park day, we are going to go, we're going to head over to, to the Polynesian and we're going to get breakfast at Kona Cafe. Uh, Ohana's breakfast is great. It's all you can eat, but I do love, I, I do just, I just love the Kona's better. They got the, the Tonga toast. So we're going to have breakfast there. We're parked for the day now. So we can just take the, the boat over to, um, or, or the monorail over to, to, to Magic Kingdom. And uh, we're going to go hang out and, and, and enjoy the festivities at, uh, at Animal Kingdom. I'm mean, sorry, Magic Kingdom for the day. And uh, it, I, it's one of the things I think looks that I'm looking forward to most is just that atmosphere, that energy. You're going to feel that energy, that intensity of, of those first few days of people being in there and that buzz. That's what I'm looking forward to. And I'm not even looking forward to any specific ride or anything like that. I just want to be around that, that the, the electricity of being there for the 50th. And so, you know, we're, we're, I'm probably going to do, I'm going to do a, you know, either a late lunch, early dinner for be our guest. That way I could get a, a nice early seat wherever I can, wherever I can to, to, to watch Enchanted. That's, that's what I would like to do. I, you know, I got to eat early so I can get to see get a good seat for Enchanted. And I know this is a generic photo op, but in front of the castle, uh, I would I would have loved to say something like a little bit different, but um, I think with it being the 50th, it just makes sense to get that photo op in front of the castle. It's got the, it's got core for the 50th, the, the new colors. Um, again, I usually would love to say something a little different, uh, but it makes sense that that's, I, I got to get that one photo uh, with the family. So yeah, and after Enchanted, we, uh, we, we head back over to the Polynesian, maybe head over into Trader Sam's, get a little, get, you know, me and the, me and the wife get a little drink uh head back over to the boardwalk and then uh our next day in between we're gonna take a break from the park days we're gonna hit disney springs 
homecoming and breakfast. Uh, just recently had homecoming breakfast for the first time. Just recently, uh, they got these the thigh high chicken biscuits are out of this world. It's got like this tangy sauce on it. Um, they okay. give you the three of them. I couldn't even eat. I actually ate like one and a half, and I brought like. But I by the time they came with our check, I picked through the second one, and then I had the other one like late night, like one a.m. I was like, I'm gonna have this last one. I brought it home. So it. much food. <laughs> so much food. It's impossible to really finish any plate there, and it's all so good. It's just so filling. I love it. But before I even do that, before I get the home coming for my breakfast i'm gonna head over to gideon's i'm gonna get on that virtual line i'm gonna get on that virtual line so that way i'm already set i know i'm not gonna get there before my breakfast then i'll go enjoy my breakfast at homecoming i'm gonna get out i'm gonna go to i'm gonna gideon's i'm gonna get my cookies there's gonna be a halloween that's the halloween one that's gonna come up in in uh october i'm sure it might be the frankenstein cookie like they did last year or maybe he's gonna come up with something totally different we'll see they haven't announced it yet but i'm gonna do that for dinner we're gonna do more emoja asia i don't know if you guys have eaten there yet i love the inside the inside it reminds me of very New York City theme kind of feel to it, like like restaurant New York City vibe to it. I love it. The chandeliers are dope. That like they got like they come down from the sky from the ceiling. Yeah. Love it. Really good. And, and again, really good food. And uh, just we're gonna just do some shopping. We hang out. Go to World of Disney. See what they got for the fiftieth. Okay. Um, stuff like that. And then the next day, we're at the boardwalk. We'll go grab breakfast. We're going to go to DHS that day, Hollywood Studios. I'm going to go get breakfast over at Cape May Cafe before I head over because we can walk to DHS from there. So we're going to walk over to Beach Club, hit a little Cape May Cafe with the, with the uh, breakfast buffet there. Standard typical DHS day, man. You're gonna get in, you're gonna basically, you know, they're not gonna have the virtual queue for for what you call it. So we might not even do that because I'm not wasting four hours on on waiting for Rise of the Resistance. Um, <laughs> and then for dinner, late lunch, early dinner, we're gonna go hit that 50s prime time cafe. I love that place. Uh I I, I love how they bully my son around, making him clean the tables. Uh love it. So we'll do that. And that will probably be a little bit of an earlier day. Head back to the to the resort, uh, hang out. On the boardwalk that evening, I love just sometimes just sitting, going to the ice cream shop, getting some ice cream, just hanging out on the boardwalk, kind of just relaxing. I used to love it even more when they had the the, the, the boardwalk performers there. They don't have them in there anymore, really, obviously, because of COVID. Hopefully, they'll be back soon, but I know they won't be there for this. So we're just going to go hang out at the boardwalk, just catch, uh, you know, it's usually a lot cooler at night in October. So we'll kind of just hang out on the boardwalk for a little bit. What exactly is the holdup on bringing those people back like why is it's outside is that what you're talking about well yeah but they're, they're union performers i believe so that might be part of it just like there's another performers are back at most of these places even at like indiana jones they're not there so who knows i i, I don't know if it has something to do with the uh yeah it looks like yeah they're being they're, like they're, they're being re- recalled slowly but we'll see I, hope, I listen they could be coming back soon you know i don't know but anyway uh next day we're gonna go hit animal kingdom this is our sixth uh, day or final night that we're going to be spending in, in Orlando. I'm going to start off a little bit, throw a little bit of a curveball. We're not going to go get breakfast at Animal Kingdom. Uh, I like Tusker House, but I want to hit up. Um, I don't know if you guys ever had breakfast at Whispering Canyon Cafe. Have you guys ever eaten I, it? Before? I haven't. It's oh. it's really good value, man. It's all you can eat kind of thing, and it's like twenty two dollars. I actually did the carnival one recently. It's twenty four dollars. And it's like literally they give you a skillet with like five different meats in it. The breakfast potatoes, uh, what else is it? Like these roasted carrots are in there. Okay. And once you finish that that skillet, they bring you another one and they bring it on. So it's $24 and it's all you can eat. And which is pretty good because usually what the all you can eat are what, like 34, 30, you know, $35, $50, something like that. This Sounds is kind of like garden grill a little bit. Yeah. It's you know, That's it's the same kind of idea. I like Garden Grills. Yeah, yeah, Garden Grills good. Speaking Same of. kind of idea with with like the comfort food kind of thing. It's like it's okay, it's all yeah. like barbecue. They got the barbecue brisket in there. They got they got the um they got like this roasted chicken and it's all dark meat, which I like. I love the dark meat better. And yeah, awesome, just awesome food and just they're kind of like 
they're kind of like fifties prime time in a way. Like they'll be kind of like rude to you a little bit. Like they'll like they'll, instead of like handing you your napkins, they'll like throw your napkins at you um, when they sit your table. They goof off with you like that. They, they're cool there. But then when we're gonna get into Animal Kingdom. I'm gonna go to uh, Satuli Canteen for for lunch. I love that place. You could kind of build your own bowls. Uh, my photo op would be that side bridge across from Everest, where you have Everest in the background. Yep. That would be that would be my photo op for that. And uh, so the next day, we're going to leave the next day, but I usually always try to get the latest flight out. So we usually used to come earliest flight in, latest flight out. Why we, why, the reason why we do that is we'll get our breakfast at the boardwalk. Usually that'll be a tutorial forno breakfast. Uh, it was even better when they used to have the, the character breakfast. Uh, still good. It's a different, definitely a different flavor from all the other breakfasts in a lot of the other places. And then we're going to go hit the springs for a few more hours, uh, do a little more shopping, maybe get a little lunch and then head back over to the boardwalk so we can take our magical express yeah. to MCO. And then we head back. And the one piece of merch I'd like to have, my wife is, is starting to get into these lounge flies now. So Sam is, is, is definitely a, a, not the right influence for my wife now because now she's starting to get into them. So she wants these things. She wants these things now. Yeah, she was surrounded by them the other day. Victoria has a million of them. Sam has a million of them. And now she's like, you know what? I don't. Why don't I have a million of them? So I said, (laughs) slow down. She wants that that dark blue fiftieth one, the one they released just recently. Oh yeah, Uh, yeah. She loves it. So yeah, the uh, it's oh you know Joel just put up some of the prices for some of the other the other ones. Garden Grills fifty nine dollars, Liberty Trees forty nine dollars. So yeah, so like that's what I'm saying for Whispering Canyon, tremendous value for twenty four dollars, and like you leave stuffed. Like you, I mean, obviously it's all you can eat, so you can, but the food is just good filling food. And they have a couple of different varieties. Like I got the carnivore one. They also have like a, a, a light, more lighter one where it's like turkey sauces, turkey bacon, uh, egg white frittatas. And then they got another one too, where it's like, you know, a little bit different. Any falafels? But they didn't have any falafels, but um, I believe you can go to a rock <laughs> pavilion and get a heck of a falafel. There you uh, go. <laughs> or, you, or you can check out five brothers in, in Medford, New York. They have them too. Um, phen- the best falafel I've had, Medford, New York, five brothers. They're great. But yeah, so that's pretty much what we're going to do. Uh, you know, it's, you know, I picked specific days just because, like I said, like I would love to be there like at Epcot on the first. Um, I'm actually right. going to be on Epcot on the first, but I'm, I'm looking at it as if someone's coming in town for it. Uh, but that's the order I would do it in. You know, I, I looked at it to me. I know a lot of people will go into Magic Kingdom. I looked at it like Epcot was a little bit more important because, like I said, for me, I wanted to be there the first day of Harmonious. To me, that's, uh, I, Epcot means more to me than, than Magic Kingdom. Everything that's going to happen on the first at Magic Kingdom is going to happen on the second, too. I'm not missing anything if I go on the second. So that's how I kind of look at it, except maybe it won't be as crowded, although that's that's probably not true. It's probably going to be just as crowded. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much that's my thing. I would say uh, that's pretty good. I mean, it's hard for us because we're all going to the same parks and stuff like that. So, you know, you kind of don't want to we're all going to be doing a lot of the same things. But yeah, it's interesting, yeah. how, it's interesting how certain things are more important yeah. to certain people. each of us than others. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, like Dan, you know, Magic Kingdom is going to be king where you're saying mm-hmm. Epcot, you feel yeah. a little more important. Well, Epcot, Epcot's always had a, a special place in my heart. And you guys, you know, I've always spoke to you guys about why. Yeah. So, you know, that's what it is. And I love all, like, listen, this is not a, this is obviously not a bad park. They're all great, you know, that, you know, but that's, that's always been it for me. And then just, you know, where, you know, what I think are, are some pretty cool dining options too in, the, in that, in those, in those days. So, but yeah, so that's gonna, that's gonna do it for this week's uh, episode. So why don't we uh, towel off and do some thank yous and some announcements? Let's see. What do we got? We, we talked about it a little earlier. Uh, we got the, uh, the launch of our TikTok and YouTube coming out November 1st for the Magical Lifestyle. So check us out on there. It's uh, November 1st. We're going to launch it. We'll have some stuff already uploaded. I think there'll, there'll be some stuff before that. Some some introductory stuff uh, we'll have. Uh, obviously, you guys met some of the cast already out there. Uh, it's a cool cast. We'll be doing some live streaming, some just visiting Florida as a whole, a bunch of fun stuff. 
stuff. Um, some some uh, a bunch of cool stuff. So just stay tuned for that. Uh, also starting October fifth, five p.m. You can also hear us on Magic of the Mouse Radio. We're going to be on starting October fifth, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. So make sure you guys check us out over there. You can obviously hear us on our where we're streaming. We'll be, we stream everywhere, but you can also hear the shows on there as well. So go check us out there. Uh, also want to thank Joel J Bergs for, uh, for for the production on the other side. Thank you very much, Joel. And uh, what else do we got? We have oh October. 1st we'll be launching our brand new uh, lo- uh, logo for the magical lifestyle so check that out and a little spoiler alert joey and sam put together some uh, some cool ears with uh with the new colors the new logo also some ears for the disney underground so we yeah some, yeah they did a good we job had them ears for the disney very underground. cool thanks um, yeah we had them in the park over, yeah, the, yeah. over the last week so there's yep. some pictures out there yeah we got some yeah i you know i didn't want to post it yet because we didn't launch the uh we didn't launch the logo yet so but you know yeah. if anybody if anybody maybe get a you get a little spoiler if you go check out um if you go check out Emil's page and I think Victoria's page had him had him on their pages and tagged I know us I think Joey and Sammy JSA Creations in it so go check them out if you want a little bit of a spoiler but I think Joey uh, was sick of me at the end of that process no, uh, the no, years I, just, I was a little nitpicky about stuff <laughs> <laughs> no it, it, I didn't mind any of it I was just like I got to get these done at some point because I got to bring them with me they, they no they look great really really pleased with them and uh, so yeah so you know. Take a look out for that again, and you'll and everyone's going to see the new logo for the magical lifestyle yeah. in what about three days, something like that. So on, yeah. on October first. And so by the way, real to, quick, yeah, to to what Dan was saying, I have to thank Dan because he did help me. We were back and forth with the uh, the actual underground logo and stuff, the design, and back and forth, back and forth. So he helped <laughs> he helped that a lot. <laughs> well, <laughs> you had uh, you had the basic there. I don't. I was just position position man. Listen, it's all about the details, man. Yeah, and for even sure. Joel. Actually, I got to give credit. Joel uh, actually made some suggestions or this is before i even started on the the new magical lifestyle logo so i went based off when when he read it i said i'll try it out and see if i like it which i did so thanks to him too so it was he was instrumental and so were you yeah, I I thought the colors were so sharp on the the, the like I don't want to give much of it away, but like the, there's a gold on the new logo that the gold was on the ears was so was like so like outstandingly sharp. I loved it. So yeah, I think everyone I hope everyone's gonna like the new logo, uh, which was designed by by Joel and uh, and again the ears look phenomenal. All, both the the podcast ears and the and the company ears. So but yeah, man. So let's just do our goodbyes. Let's say goodbye. Let's start over, Joey. Thanks for uh, thanks for being here today, man. Been good oh, yeah. to see you again. It's it's. I feel like we haven't done a show all of us together in a long time. We still are on, aren't all together, but yes. Um, Listen, it's great to be back. You know, a great show, a lot of fun. It's good to be back. Yeah, it's good. It's good to you know at least to, like I said, dude's night out. You know. No. Oh, yeah. Um, so it, it was it was good getting to see you guys again. Go ahead, tell us about where to find JSA Creations. Um, yeah, you, so you can check us out at uh, JSA Creations. Well, you can check us out on Instagram, um, Pinterest, Facebook at JSA, and then Creations is with a 3D instead of EA. Real simple to find us. Um, I think Sam actually just put up a photo today of our new Lucas. Yes. So they'll be on the shop, so they're pretty cool. So check Luca's them out. Silencio Bruno. I yeah, mean, Silencio Bruno. Love so it. Yeah, I love so it. Check it out. Cool. Um, and Dan, my man, the bestener of the Midwesterner. Adios, my friend. Hey. Uh, <laughs> hey, that's Steph's line. Yeah, I know. There you go. Yeah, it was good being back. Like I said at the top of the show, we obviously have been in some dark days here. But uh, again, a shout out to all the Rock and Roll DW fans and friends that have reached out. It has really meant a lot to me and Stephanie, even though we, we can't comment on everything that you've sent. And again, thanks to you guys. 
Sam, for everything that you've been giving us. Um, I'm sorry we're just kind of in a lull here. Um, we definitely want to come back and be funny and entertaining, but you know, it, it, it'll be a little bit, but we're going to start trying to do you know, some shorter things maybe, and just have some spurts, but thank you to Stephanie who actually worked on the topic talk for tonight. I know that was a lot and I really appreciate it. Soon we will be back. And this is my pitch for Stephanie. Hey, check us out. Rock and roll DW on Instagram and soon a big push on YouTube. And that's rock in the letter N roll DW. Um, But until then, when we can, can come back, we'll try to provide a laugh, a smile, and a rip-roaring day. Excellent, my man. And you know, before I get out of here, I just want to say one thing, too, is, uh, Walter, I know you listen every week. We talk about Walter sometimes on the show. Yeah, I love uh, Walter. The Walter family has had a had a rough day. He just uh, – so I just want to say a shout-out to, to Walter and Elizabeth, um, beloved, beloved friends of mine for years, years, years. I love them to death, their family, and they have just had a, a horrible loss. Uh, their brother-in-law, they lost this, this just a day or two ago. Um, so I just want to say, Walter, I know you guys listen all the time. Uh, I just want to know I love you, thinking about you, and um, and just uh, my prayers go out to you and your family just trying to get through this rough time. And uh, love you and just want to know that uh, thinking about you. And um, guys, uh, you can check us out on Instagram at the Disney Underground, it's all one word. And you can check me out. My name is Gene. You can check me out on Instagram, the underscore magical underscore lifestyle. And then remember, guys, have a great today, a better tomorrow, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>